Hello, and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Tonight, we are going to be playing a one-shot of Mask called San Francisco Sightseeing. It is uh, from the Worst Generation, a new Mask book being put out by Five Points Games. I'm John. I'm running the game with me tonight. Hey, my name is Chris, and tonight I am going to be playing using the playbook The Relic, and my character is Hildegard, hero name Valor. Hildegard uh, used to be a knight back in the Middle Ages in Europe. However, uh, when her order sealed away a demon, something went horribly, horribly wrong in the sealing process, and she and several other knights were also sealed along with it. The seal has been broken in the modern day, and she is trying to find her fellow knights, destroy the demon, and find a way back to her original time. Until then, she is here um, being a teenage superhero. Uh, hello, my name is Harry, and I will be playing the role of Rina Shinawatra, uh, whose hero name is Morpho. She's a country bumpkin that is accidentally shaking up the status quo because she doesn't know what it is, uh, fighting crime with her helpful and friendly magical pseudo-parasite Reginald. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing um, Andrea Oz, otherwise known as Silver Stag. Uh, I'm using the Ranger playbook. Um, and Andrea is a uh, was a member of the uh, Die Bug Rangers, uh, a colorful team of superheroes who saved the world, and then subsequently all of them retired except her. Um, and as a uh, formerly evil robot created by aliens, uh, she had nowhere to go, so she continued fighting, uh, despite everyone telling her not to. <laughs> and I'm Jonathan. I'm going to be using the playbook The Inheritor. Uh, my character's name is Dope. That's his only name. Uh, he forsook his birth name uh, because he is pursuing uh, the teachings of an ancient uh, religion, the Temple of the Sun and Mind, despite the fact that this is uh, very much, very flagrantly illegal. That's not going to stop him because he is pursuing bodily perfection and enlightenment through perfection of the spirit. All right. Um, this uh, game is going to be taking place in San Francisco, a uh, West Coast city with an uh, Eastern Asian influence. Um, the uh, city uh, is... Uh, basically controlled by the three pillars, three powerful superhuman groups in a, like, uh, <clears throat> not in a governmental sense, but a, in a, like, superpowered sense. Uh, there is the Guardians West, which are, is the premier superhero team. Uh, the Weather Report, uh, who, uh, aside from controlling uh, San Francisco's weather, uh, also uh, deal with issues uh related to uh, ley lines and uh, extraplanar uh, threats. The And the final group is the Five Warlords, a group of uh, quote-unquote approved villains who are uh, who take the role of wrangling the underworld into shape to make sure no world-ending threats pop out of San Francisco. Uh all of our heroes are part of what's called the Worst Generation, a group of uh, teens that have uh, not uh, joined up with any one of these three factions, 
uh, but have been brought together uh, by an organization called Monsoon. Uh, Monsoon is kind of a, a neutral organization between the, the three pillars, uh, keeping the peace and showing that they can all work together without tearing the city apart. Um, the uh, Each of, of these uh, young heroes have been nominated by someone from the three pillars to form a new uh, uh, monsoon team that's supposed to, you know, help uh, keep that peace. Um, why, don't, why doesn't everyone uh, go through and explain how your group first came together? So, um... um I'll go first. Uh, so we defeated a dangerous foe to prove ourselves. Who was it? Um, so you're saying this was this air it places slightly uh, like East Asian inspired? Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. It's a. It's uh, like West Coast North America, but uh, with an Eastern inspiration. Okay. Well, we found out that a group had been buying up properties. Um, and after getting the very last uh, property they needed, which was a small empty lot, uh, they converted the entire area into a giant tower, which ended up being a big robot. <laughs> and that was the dangerous foe that we had to defeat. Well, so did we fight the giant robot or did we fight the property speculators? The fa- drop pr- property speculators were piloting the giant robot. I see, yeah. okay. <laughs> it was one of those like picture-in-picture fights where we're like fighting the property speculators on the ground in the background, there's a bunch of robots fighting. Yeah, well, well sure. more more accurately, you guys fought the property speculators and uh, in inside the building while I fought the the building. <laughs> yes, that's fun. If we come back to the system, we should do a flashback where we run that session. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, All right. Uh, next person. Next question. Uh, I guess I'll kind of go. Um, we didn't trust each other at first, but came together in the end. Why was that? So I'm going to say, uh, originally, we all tried to kind of deal with this separately and not really like, you know, we didn't really trust each other. So we all tried to deal with it separately. But eventually we realized that the only way that we were actually going to defeat them was if we worked together. Because the robot, um, the modern robot, the big tower, uh, the Millennium robot, you might say, uh, was much That might be exactly what the name is. (laughs) Uh, was much more modern um, compared to the Silver Stag's giant robot, and as such was easily able to overpower it. But without Silver Stag able to keep fighting it, we, uh, meaning Doe, um, Valor, and Morpho, realized that we wouldn't have a chance fighting against it. And so, with realizing that, we kind of came to a sort of temporary, like, okay, we need to trust each other, let's save the city moment, where Silver Stag kept the robot in check while Morpho using their body elasticity was able to form a bridge between um, the Silver Stag's robot and the Millennium robot uh, that allowed both Doe and Valor to get across and really start just hammering the uh, the pilots on the inside, eventually um, disabling enough of the robot that the Silver Stag's robot was able to take da- take it down. All right. Nice. Cool. Um, oh, go ahead, Chris. Oh, okay. Um, so, if it's okay with you guys, I'll take the next question. We saved something valuable to the monsoon in the process. What was it? Um, I'm gonna say that maybe this wasn't something, but someone. Maybe 
uh, a very important engineer had been kidnapped in order to help complete this giant robot. And so he was being held hostage within the thing. After taking it down, we were able to break inside and rescue him. Or could it even be like you, we had to say like we had to take out the robot, but we couldn't just finish destroying the robot while the guy was inside. So you guys had to like yeah. grab him and like jump out a window. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Then we could stop holding back against it. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, I can, like I can't use a finishing out. move on this thing while you guys are inside of it. It'll yeah. blow up mm-hmm. into a bunch of pyrotechnics. <laughs> Joe and uh, Valor like jump out, and Morphos kind of like morph themselves into a glider just like get them clear of the blast zone just yep. two perfectly muscular bodies with their like arms and legs like perfectly bridged out yeah like, uh-huh there's an um, engineer on the top and then this like fucking like glider person flying away uh okay i'll take the last question we fought somewhere important where was it uh i'm gonna say that in order to prevent undue collateral damage, uh, we managed to lure this giant robot out into the bay, uh, just outside of the city center, um, where we didn't destroy, so we didn't destroy too many, like, buildings, didn't cause that much damage, um, but, uh, we did, uh, damage a key piece of infrastructure, which is an old windbreak that was built into the seawall of the city, and that's actually a good thing for the monsoon, because it widened the shipping lane leading to the port, so they can actually get more trade done as a result. <laughs> I imagine they were like trying to get the thing taken down, but there was a bunch <laughs> of like, like red tape, bureaucratic red tape in place. Yeah, and then we like bash through it, and they just like drop the folders, wipe their hands, and like, all right, let's go. <laughs> We've been lobbying city council for years to get that done. Oh no, it was the collateral damage. <laughs> An act of God. Like, fucking Stag setting up the finishing move, and then Monsoon, like, gets on the communicator, like, wait, 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 a bit more to the left. A bit more, <laughs> bit more, okay, perfect. <laughs> there you go. Put your foot down there. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Oh. So, after this uh, giant robot fight, uh, Monsoon uh, contacted all of you um, uh, th- uh, to uh, that uh you know various people from the three pillars had had recommended you uh all be joined together into this kind of new uh super team um so you are uh all at the the monsoon building which is uh um kind of a it's the tallest building in uh San Francisco it has apartments, convention halls, offices, open-air gardens. Especially now that the Millennium Robot has been destroyed. Yes. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, there Ooh. was a... Like, the, the, the there was a lot of, like, background politics that you guys didn't have any... Didn't know anything about. Like, about some, like, uh, some group coming in, building this giant tower, and, like, uh, not paying their dues and such. It was... There was a lot of stuff going on. Hmm. Um... Uh, but yeah, the 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 Millennium, uh, sorry, the the Monsoon, uh, the Monsoon building is, um, uh, like, in addition to their being their headquarters, it's kind of like a city center like like area. It's um, uh, really um, uh, like uh, kind of what's the word? Like, like it, it's it's very much a symbol of the city uh, at this point. It's been mm. uh, um. And what? Landmark almost? 
Yes, that's what I was looking for. It's, it's kind of a landmark. Um, um, so you are all uh, kind of uh, together, uh, basically going over the, your, the last bits of paperwork uh, to get your team like all put together. Uh, and the um, uh, and uh, the the last box you guys have to fill in is team name. Oh, oh God. Oof. Yeah. Um, yeah. Silver's dad gets a pen and begins writing like die. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she crosses out choking. Fuck. <laughs> Is anyone gonna stop her? She's gonna keep writing. Um, um, I'm gonna just gently reach out and take the pencil away from you. Perhaps we can discuss this as a group before any one of us makes a decision that they may regret. Oh, uh, so do we sorry, want to go I around? Thought meant, I thought they meant, what team am I on? <laughs> no, this this is for all four of us. Uh, so at this point, do we want to kind of go around and sort of describe what each of our characters looks like? Sure. Okay, so uh, my character is a young woman who is incredibly tall by the standards of not just teenagers, but people, period. She's about six foot four and absolutely ripped underneath uh, the suit of enchanted armor that she wears. She has long blonde hair and she is covered in scars from head to toe. And she also has an enchanted sword and shield that she uses in combat. All right. Uh, so Morpho uh, basically is relatively sort of like, you know, slightly shorter than average. But uh, the big thing about her is that when she's in superhero mode as Morpho, uh, her entire body is kind of covered in this. It's almost like a um, like one of those not like a, um, like body suits, but like it's androgynous instead of being like skin hugging. And it's also shifting constantly. It sort of looks it's sort of a, like a dark blue color with this like black streaks in it, kind of like a, like a blue marble. And it's always kind of just like wiggling around a little bit. You guys from working with her very briefly know that occasionally a like mouth will open up just somewhere on the suit and speak in a voice that is not Morphos. Uh, she just says that's part of her power and that, you know, you shouldn't take anything it says with a grain of salt. Though she occasionally refers to it as Reginald. So when um, the, um, when Valor takes the pen away, the little mouth appears on, like, the back of Morpho's hand. And it just says, the Reginald experience and company. And then Morpho very quickly, like, covers it up with one of her other hand. It goes, uh, sorry, uh, don't mind him. I I'm still reading through the contract. Uh, uh, Andrea looks like a, a teenager who's dressed, it, it seems to be like in her early 20s, but is dressed like a teenager from the mid-90s. Um, she is wearing like, a cotton uh, sh silver shirt uh, with like exposed midriff, and also she's wearing overalls. Um, and also she's wearing like big sneakers. Uh, and also, you can tell that, like, you, you've all seen it because you've seen her, like, when she's um, in her costume and, like, has taken her helmet off. But she has those, like, two lines down the side, like, the two vertical lines from, like, the bottom of her eyes to her chin that, like, denote her as being a robot. And also her eyes glow, like, bright, uh, a, a bright shining silver. 
but she's wearing colored contacts and it seems to have applied makeup to cover it. So she looks uh, normal. Just straddling she, that line of the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, she very like you. You also all uh, noticed that she wants to pretend. She wants to hide the fact that she's a robot, but has done a very bad job of it. Mm. Like, like she'll she'll at one point you feel like you walked into a room and she was pretending to eat a sandwich. <laughs> like there was a half-eaten sandwich that you found the other half in the garbage, and she was like, "Oh, I'm so full," and then put it on the table and walked away. <laughs> Um, Alright, uh, Doe is, uh, he's also fairly tall, fairly large. Um, if you had to guess, he, you'd say he was maybe about 17. Um, his outfit, which isn't really a superheroing suit, he just kind of wears it. He has this sleeveless, skin-tight Under Armour top that he wears um, that has kind of like a utility pouch right around the, the belt area, and then he wears these flowy, loose-fitting pants that have elastics around the ankles, so they're very maneuverable. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then practical shoes with that. Uh, his arms are covered in tattoos. They don't look like typical tattoos because they're done in very light ink. Um, and those of you who have been around him for a while will know that uh, in very bright sunlight, like a, on a hot summer's day, they'll actually glow a little bit. There's a bit of an iridescent sheen. Um, but yeah, he's uh, completely shaved his head, um, and he's got uh, bright green eyes. Um, pretty striking figure for, for, a, for a kid. Uh, he's also pretty quiet. Uh, usually doesn't talk very much, but uh, seeing all this kind of commotion around, he like goes up and strokes his chin. He's like, oh, never, never today have thought about working with a group of people before. I... Hmm. Hmm. Do we have to decide now? I, I guess. I, I think it would make the paperwork easier. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I've been oh. trying to figure that out. I do hate paperwork. I, I actually don't get why we have to do paperwork. We, we beat the bad guy. <sighs> the rogue explained it to me. It's something about uh, the way the city operates. I... I kind of admit I tuned out a little bit when he said I can't just, you know, arrest muggers. My time. Well, I mean, yeah, Did... you should just teach them a life lesson. Stealing's city... wrong, right? Mm. Indeed. The city is... <laughs> In my day, if a person were to steal, they would have their hands cut off for it. They should be grateful that they are allowed to keep theirs. Seems awfully harsh. In what? fairness, they didn't steal anything. They bought it fair and square and then used that for evil. Bit of a gray area. Anyways, the city is like a living organism. Uh, after any traumatic event, uh, a living thing must take time to breathe and collect its thoughts. Paperwork is how the city collects its thoughts, I think. Monk cones, but they're all related to the body somehow. <laughs> nice. Um... Well, I, I think I heard one of those guys, the the suits and the elevators on the way up, refer to us as members of the worst generation. Uh, how about something like, I don't know, the, the bridge or the gap or something, you know, to indicate that we're trying to bridge. I don't know. I lost this metaphor. Metaphors are pretty confusing. You probably shouldn't add them to your woes. The gap. Mm. Good genes. <laughs> well, wait, why are we the worst generation? Maybe we could get a sponsorship deal. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm I'm a teenager, so uh, uh, yeah, 
worst generation is is it because we're uh, rude and then she's like uh, then she like goes over like knocks over like a paper cup yeah <laughs> teenagers right I uh, go over and I pick up the cup <laughs> I love I love um CDs <laughs> what's a CD oh shit uh, oh <laughs> Damn, girl, you're right. I also love CDs. <laughs> <laughs> Can't sweat, but would be sweating. <laughs> I'm a te I Look, I'm just a normal teenager. <laughs> now, excuse me while I go fax something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the uh, your uh, quote-unquote handler, uh, one of the person who's kind of like getting you all set up. Uh, her name is. Uh, Cindersnap, uh, if you look on the, uh, cover of the worst generation, she's the one on the far left. Ah. Uh, um. Fire abilities, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, one of the, the top monsoon agents. Uh, and she's, uh, says, well, uh, given that your powers are super strength, super strength, super strength, and super strength, uh, have you considered the brute squad? Ooh, I mean, squad. I, I like know. I like that. I like I like squad. I mean, I don't know. I do do other things, but brutality, but brute squad indicates a degree of aggressiveness that is necessary to counter the criminal element. Reginald, no, stop! Don't talk. I agree. This makes a fine name. Would this yeah, be the name? Would this be a name worthy of honor in this time? Uh, I don't know. I like squad, but brute's a bit harsh. Hold on. Doe's gonna pull out a phone. Let me look up a thesaurus. Hmm. None of these are very good. <laughs> what about the Wild Squad? Oh. Hmm. Mm. Mm, it still produces the level of savagery, but in a much more subdued sense. I like this name. It's befitting. Uh, well, at I, least I'm, you're happy I'm okay with, with it. it. It's uh, more evocative, for sure. Uh, why not? It may not contain a degree of honor, but it can instill a level of fear and respect. Very well. All right, yeah, and if you'll just write that here and initial here, each of you. All right. Okay, good. We're all set up. Um, so, uh, congratulations on uh, uh, forming an official team and becoming part of Monsoon. I have a new job for you. Oh, wow, that was quick. Lovely! An excellent idea to test our skills. Right. <clears throat> so, uh, we've received word from the weather report that there is a powerful necromancer known as Tenebris. Necromancer! Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, Holy blade begins to glow. <laughs> yep. Um... Yes, he's planning to uh, harness all... She's, like, reading off a card. Harness a ley line to summon a vast army from beyond the mortal world and take control of the city. So, this is normally, like... This is a weather report thing. They they they, they normally handle this themselves, but there's uh, some worry that uh, they might have... Uh, that Tenebris might have a mole in the either the Guardians or the Warlords, maybe both. Uh, so they came to us for help because our job is to make sure everything's like, works out fine between the three groups. And if they just, you know, went off and started accusing random people, that would be bad. So, 
Why do they think Tenebris has a mole? Um, uh, flips over a card. Magic. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but, right. So, uh, we've already wasted half an hour uh, on getting you registered. Uh, and time is kind of of the essence. <laughs> they just, like, hit a button. We all, like, slide into a pod that launches us out of the edge of the city. Uh, so, um... We were able to, through our investigations, uh, figure out who we think the two moles are. Um, but we need you to go uh, confirm and also, uh, you know, derail the plot to destroy the city. Right. Mm. And I'm assuming that means that we'll just be doing stuff while the... Um, shit, what's their name? Uh, while the weather report is dealing with the Nebris? Um, I believe that is the current plan, though they, uh, they may not be able to act immediately until they're given the uh, all clear. So, uh, time is of the essence. Um, so, uh, we have one member of the Guardians and one of the Warlords that uh, we uh, that, uh, who are moles. Uh, do you have a preference for who you'd rather go after first? I mean, are you asking us to just sort of tail them? Are you asking us to break into their house? And then a mouth opens up on Morpho's forehead. Are you asking us to beat them? Uh, the third one, I honestly, we need the, to take them in. Um, yeah, we, they have to come in and have, we can talk to them and teach them the air of their ways. Also, we need to know what the plan is, because all we know is this general tap the ley lines army of uh, from beyond the mortal plane thing. So, oh, okay. Um, we we have authority to take them in, right? Like yes, we... you are now official agents of Monsoon. That's what the paperwork was for. Oh, right, right. Uh, so who are these two people? So uh, we have a junior guardian, uh, Snow Fox, and a uh, an alchemist known as the Possessor. Uh working under um, director uh, Carmine Crane and the sorcerer uh, for the given organizations. I hate all of the words that you just said. Uh, so, <laughs> so, John, uh, considering that these are members of, like, relevant organizations, do we know anything about them, like, right off the bat? Um... So, uh, they are both, like, 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 junior member, like, apprentice level, like, people, not hugely, like, you would know their, their benefactors more than them. Mm, right. Uh, okay. for example, the sorcerer is, uh, part of the five warlords and is a sorcerer. Uh, all of the, uh, the warlords are named after D&D classes, by the way. Hmm. Right. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, while, uh, I actually don't have a lot of information on, um, uh, Director Carmine Crane. All right. Uh, just that they, they are, uh, they oversee, you would know that they oversee the River District in San Francisco. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to roll one of the transfer's, uh, unique skills, which is down on the farm. Uh, when you apply the lessons you learned back at home to a current situation, roll plus mundane. And we will see the results after I roll. 
All right. Uh, so that is a 14 altogether, because I think mundane is plus two. Oh, sorry, a 13. Uh, all right. So on a hit, take plus one forward to solving the problem with good old elbow grease and a can-do spirit. On a 10 plus, add a team to the pool or clear a condition. So thinking back to our time on the farm, when you've got two animals that have like managed to get out, uh, splitting up is good, but the problem is, is that it still means that there's one person trying to corral one animal. The better way of doing it is to force them together, and then together you can then have a better chance of keeping them corralled to get back into the pen. And so um, Morpho's going to speak up. Well, it would probably be best if we actually split up and then force them together. That way we can deal with all of them at the same time. And if it does turn out that they're both moles, well, then that just means we manage to get them at the same time, right? Uh, sounds good to me. Very sound reasoning. I like it. If you believe this is the wisest decision. Um, Cinder, uh, sorry, what's our handler's name again? Cindersnap. Cindersnap. Cindersnap, do we know where both of these people are right now? Um, so the, uh, let's see. Uh, Snow Fox is, uh, down in the, uh, uh, down in the river, uh, district. Um, uh, it looks like her and her team are currently reacting to a, uh, call about some water robbers. Hmm. And the possessor? Uh, let's see. The last known location of the uh, possessor was the. Oh, he looks like he he went into the uh, the sleeping giant uh, reserve. It uh, the you know the massive redwood forest on the northern edge of downtown. Mm. Uh, the one that's mm. uh, controlled nominally by the uh, witches and druid circles. Right. Uh, and I'm assuming that distance is pretty big. Yeah, so one is the south southern border of the city, and one is the northern border of the city. Hmm. It's going to be hard to get them together unless we can think of some way that we can drag them both away from their respective areas. Hmm. If they're both responding to problems, maybe we can show up and, uh, you know, help them, and that might convince them that we're, you know, there to help them, and then we just bring them to uh, uh, a third location. Well, then... uh, the... Uh, again, the possessor is a member of the the warlords, technically a villain in most respects. Oh well, then yeah, we. Hmm, but then we'd have to figure out some way of bringing. Well, if we can figure out what um, Snow Fox's powers are, maybe we can make it seem like the possessor's brought in some sort of, I don't know, thing that Snow Fox is particularly good at. Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming ice powers, so flaming zombies. Or flaming something. I'm not entirely sure how the possessor's powers work. Don't worry, we'll figure that out later. Either and way, if we're wanting to do this as fast as possible, we're probably going to have to split up. Hmm. Regarding this sorcerer that is in the forest, as sorcerers are wont to do away from prying eyes, what sort of abilities does he possess? Well, Sorcerer is his boss. Possessor is the person we're looking for. Possessor, yes. Even worse. Um, Possessor is... Um... Uh... Has the ability to cause elemental spirits to possess people? Turning them into mm. minions? Well, that works. If it's elemental spirits. Uh, sorry, do you happen to have Snow Fox's powers as well? Um... 
Uh, I believe Snow Fox's powers are ice. All right. So if we can force the possessor to the location first, we can reasonably then convince Snow Fox that it's using fire spirits, and as such, we need all elemental weaknesses to come together to help it. That should at least be able to drag him into that. Uh, her. Her, sorry. Makes sense to me. I'm always well. down to talk things out. Thumbs up. All right, so, uh... How, Learn, uh learning lessons is how you grow. Right, um, so, uh, your... If your plan is to, to split up, what is the, um... How, how are you going to be splitting your team? Uh, well, Miss Valor, you seem to have a pretty good predilection for dealing with things magical, and certainly a chip on your shoulder. So, you can go after the Possessor. I think maybe me and um, Stag can go talk, can go help out, and then talk to Snowfox. So, Doe, that means you'd go with Valor to push the possessor into the public or at least somewhere where we can bring uh that's a bit closer to bringing uh snow fox to yeah all right so just to 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 be clear like uh san francisco is not a small city mm. you're, you're basically mm. trying to harry people um from like north van and new west mm. quite a distance to cover yeah, if only there was a way to travel really far distance, you, that you could that. If only there was some sort of thing you could use. Well, if that's the case, it's possible then that we could just simply deal with possess. We could help Snowfox and just have Snowfox come to the location where the possessor is. Well, that may be better than trying to take two separate targets and corral them into the same location. Instead, we bring one to the other. I'm okay with it. Yes, sure. our first step is to... Do we know if the Possessor is alone, or are they um, also with a team? Uh, he was last seen alone. Uh, he does not normally work, so... Hmm. We assume he's alone, other than whatever he uh, minions he's managed to conjure for himself. No doubt then, practicing his heresy in secret. Then I guess it might be better for us to start with Snowfox and bring him over to where the possessor is. Doe is going to pull out his smartphone and go on Instagram and look up the hashtags for the possessor to see if anyone's <laughs> post, posted <laughs> about him in the past hour or so. Uh, yeah, no, not really. It's almost as if the forest druids do not have great social media. Hmm. Mm. Oh, Gotta well. get on again that gram, guys. Worth a shot. No, no, they use the, the social media uh, video chat, you know, Vine. Oh, I got discontinued. Not in this universe, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I hear they're actually uh, really big on the dating app Henge. <laughs> oh, all right. So, <laughs> so the, the, the necromancer shows up. You all die. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, just to be clear, the plan is: we go to Snow Fox, we help out his team with whatever it is. We convince him that we need all of the elemental people with ice powers to help us deal with the possessor bringing a bunch of fire spirits. We get him over there, and then we take, hopefully, both of them into custody. Yes. Uh, risky, but I like it. I think I I just filled up my transit pass, so I should be good. Wait, can you not? No, I thought you could fly. What? 
No. You can't jump a lot? Public transit is great for the environment. Uh, Wait, okay, hold on. Can any of you have some degree of getting around ability? Yes? Uh, yeah, technically. I just, well... That's uh, not a giant robot. No. <laughs> uh, well, this is going to be a problem. I, I, I mean, I, I used to take a... I used to... And she, Andrea looks down. I used to sit in the sidecar from a friend's motorcycle, but um, they bought a minivan. I've worked myself up to two marathons a day, but not so good on speed. Uh, well, we could take a I, I mean, I, I guess I could go ahead and just scout out what the heck Snow Fox and their team are doing. Okay, you know what? I am. Uh. I, I am calling an official monsoon van for you. There. <laughs> oh, wow. Perfect. Oh, wow. We, we get valet service? Yes. Now, go. Help the city, please. We are... <laughs> there is a necromancer on the loose. Please go go fight the bad guys. <laughs> wow. This reminds me of my stepsister's wedding. She had a party bus. Oh, I've heard about those. Is it true that they allow, like, just endless amounts of alcohol on it and people die in them all the time? I don't know about that, but it sure smelled terrible. <laughs> all right, we all, all pile yeah. into uh, it is the Everyone the remember to keep your heads inside vehicle. the windows. As fun as it is, it's dangerous out there. All right, so uh, your, your official monsoon uh, uh, chauffeur drives you out to the uh, river district. It is basically a, uh, a big community that's uh, lives all along and on top of the river. Uh, lots of houseboats. There's a big open-air market. Uh, think like the night market, but like all year round kind of thing. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's one of the landmark in the city. Uh, even uh, the uh, warrior, one of the warlords, uh, lives on the uh, waterways in his massive private yacht. So, like, it's a, it's a big deal. Um... So the um, uh, so you're you uh, arrive there via, via you know chauffeur cab uh, and see that there is currently a semi high speed chase going on along the river as several uh, water based metahumans using their powers to kind of surf along the surface are basically attacking boats and like doing smash and grabs. Um, not cool. They're not even wearing life jackets. Yeah. I think if you're made of water, I don't think you technically need one. Better safe than sorry. Um, but yeah, so the, um, yeah, uh, so Snowfox has, uh, three teammates. Um, uh, they are, uh, the middle using Orchid, um, mm. the, uh, the, the knightly, uh, NC, um, and the, uh, clownish Piper. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other, I think, methinks. <laughs> Question, does Piper... So, like, how are each of them... Like, you said it was a bunch of, like, water-based uh, villains doing stuff, right? Yeah, so uh, the water-based villains are... Uh, you know, you've got, like, a, the, your hydrokinetics. You've got, like, your fish people. Uh, the, the the one person who is the, is the water, as was, you know, referenced to, you know... All the hits. Yeah. yeah. The classics. Yeah, just a just a bunch of water-based villainy. So, uh, how are the rest of like how are Snowfox and uh, her team sort of keeping pace with these people? 
Uh, Snowfox is doing the uh, the ice sled thing, and her team is basically following afterwards. Um, uh, NC has some sort of ice sword out. Um, the uh, or Orchid has has basically uh, got the turned her feet into like the those you know climbing shoes so she can like walk on the the ice fine. Uh, the Piper is uh, being pulled by a tide of rats. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the rat yeah. boat. So sorry, how is Orchid moving? Uh, Basically, you, think... you got uh, you have pythons on. She has pythons on like the bosh. Uh, oh, I, I, was, I was thinking like ice skate. Hmm. But yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, no time to stand on ceremony. Uh, Driver, can you keep all of them? Like, in line with the riverbank? Uh, you you mean, but I we're parked. What 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 do you need me to do? I, I'm not okay. a chase driver. <laughs> he pulls out of contract. Will not chase people. <laughs> I don't need to chase. Transportation only. You don't need to chase. You just need to keep pace. Uh, bring them. Get them closer to the uh, others. I'll get in with Snowfox and see if we can't do a thing a thing. And Morpho just gets out of the car, crouches down, and then just, like, does this gigantic leap, uh, basically, like, over buildings towards, uh, onto the river, effectively. Or, like, onto the riverbank. Alright, so, uh, like, onto one of the, the boats tethered to the river, or are you just, like... Um, what I'm gonna try to... So what, uh, I'm gonna try and do is by leaping, uh, and just sort of, like... Using the the glider thing that I've established previously, uh, just get close enough to the team to sort of like uh, talk with them to figure out like, okay, what's the plan? How can we help? Monsoon sent us that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she she leaps. Uh, so Morpho leaps. She you see that she kind of like puts all of her body into like a rigid straight line, and when she pulls away, she suddenly has these like large flaps that weren't there before that she kind of uses as like a glide suit, and she uses that to kind of glide in sort of get herself level with the rest of Snowfox and her team and sort of be like, ah, hi, uh, we're time to suddenly meet us, but we're from Monsoon. We've been sent to help. We have business to discuss, but I guess dealing with this first and foremost is kind of the big thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, yeah. And, uh, Snowfox will like look over at you and say, uh, yeah, no, we're, we've got this. We're, we're handling this fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, Look, I, I understand, but Monsoon sent us to talk business, and I realize that you're not going to talk it now, so we, we've kind of come to help. Uh, so, uh, Andrea's going to jump out uh, and then put her hand up into the air uh, and say, uh, Die, Bug! Speeder! And then bring her hand down into a fist, and then a uh, from her back, you see, like, uh, her, uh, well, oh, never, at this point I forgot she hasn't transformed yet. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so she goes, Silver Stag! And then, like, pulls out a, like, little, uh, what looks like a medallion or something, um, which then, like, covers up her arm and then onto her body, and then, like, a big stag horn shoots out of her forehead, and it's, like, two big, uh, red eyes, um, and a pair of, like, uh, you know, bug wings out the back. Um, and then when she says, uh, uh, die bug speeder, uh, her wings begin to flap and you see like tiny little uh anyone with like supervision would see they're like tiny machines but it just looks like uh a sparkly like energy 
comes out of her wings and then forms into like what looks like a surfboard with like a technological surfboard which she just jumps on and says come on guys there looks like there's about like room for maybe one more person if someone wants to jump on with, with her heck yeah i'll jump on okay uh yeah and then uh it lifts off the ground and we begin flying so uh i rolled a nine on unleash my powers okay uh do you have mighty morphin oh i do have mighty morphing so that uses freak right uh, no, Mighty Morphing is just when you transform in a, uh, like, flashy way, you just get a plus one to the next roll. Get Freak instead of appropriate label for the next move you take. Oh, it's a, oh it switches Freak, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. if you wanted to, to make a roll that wasn't already Freak uh, to make use of that bonus, feel free. Uh, that's fine. Uh, right. But yeah, so now we're flying and we're I got a nine, so mm-hmm. uh, I'll say unstable. Well, just she's not used to there being two people on the board, though. So. Yeah. Um. So you can kind of st- keep up, but the um, but you're you're a bit out of position, I'll say. Okay. Um. Uh. And uh, sorry, Chris. What's your character's name again? Uh, my hero name is Valor. Okay. So Valor. Um. All of your teammates have have left in some form of uh flying conveyance. Yep. They really have. And so how far am I from uh, where we're headed? I mean, the so basically you're you're in a, a, a minivan that is driving alongside uh, the like the ice flows being created by Snow Fox while mm-hmm. they're chasing the water villains who are doing the smashing grabs. Yep. So all right, I'm gonna get to the door of the minivan open it up as it's driving along, and I'm going to climb out and uh, get onto the roof. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for an opportunity to jump on the nearest flow. You, uh, you, how far I, can you jump, I guess, is the question. Yeah. Uh, do, you have, do you have some form of super strength or jumping? or? You know what? Um, one of my powers is in ch- like magical arms and armor, so I'm going to say that my boots have an enchantment that allow me to do a rudimentary super jump. Sure. You got those uh, those boots of Icarian flight. I was gonna say, yeah. do, do, uh, can they be like the hover boots from Zelda, where you're just running on, the, like you stay at level uh, whatever level you're currently at, but you just can run on it for a short amount of time? You know, <laughs> sure, why not? So you're just like running on the air. Yep. But I make sure to go onto the van first, so I have that extra elevation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Uh, give me an uh, unleash your powers. Okay, so this is with Freak. Uh, let's see. Ooh, I got a plus two for that, so let's see how it do. All right, that's an eight total. All right, so that's uh, either taking condition or it, I, I, I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Unstable or temporary. Um, all right, so you um, uh, so you managed to, to make the distance to, to get to the ice flow, uh, oh. but you are at... The, managed to land at, like, the back end of the ice floor where it's starting to, like, melt and break off. Oh, boy. And I'm wearing armor. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm far from being the lightest party member. You made a choice. <laughs> to be fair, my party members forced me into the choice when they left me back on the minivan. I mean, you could have just stayed. <laughs> Knight belongs on the front lines of battle. Why didn't you summon, like, a flying horse or something? Okay, I feel as though we really need to talk to each other about what we're each capable of. 
<laughs> yeah, we Man, didn't really discuss had, that. Had made like a manual about all of their powers or something. Yeah, yeah. Only it's were... almost as if manuals are extremely useful. Uh, all right, so I'm still kind of like gliding next to them. Uh, how many of these like smash and grab thieves are there? Uh, uh, let's just say there are three. Right. Uh, is water, moves water, is a fish. Right, okay. So in an effort to kind of, uh, thinking back again to what they're trying to do, um, Rena's kind of got corralling on the mind. Uh, so what she's going to do is, as she's gliding, she's going to reach out with one hand and it, like, extends forward to sort of pull her forward in front of, uh, like, to try and gain on the, um, the thing, get ahead of them, and then just set up a big old-fashioned clothesline across the water uh, to try and catch the hydrokinetic. Alright, sounds like you're directly engaging a threat. Yep. Um, Let's go. Oh, and also, uh, with Valor joining joining everyone uh, on the river, I think you're uh, engaging in battle against a dangerous foe as a team. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Who's your leader? Uh, I'd say Morpho has been uh, kind of taking the lead on a lot of this. Yeah, Morpho probably. Alright. Uh, okay, Morpho. Uh, do you have influence over everyone in the in the team? Uh, assuming we did the thing at the beginning where everybody gains influence over each other, yes. Alright. Um, uh, does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yep. Alright. Does anyone mistrust the leader of the team? Nope. Nope. Uh, no. I do not trust the leader of the team. Do not mistrust. <laughs> Alright. Are you, uh... Ill prepared or off balance? Yes. <laughs> yeah. However, uh, because I did get a plus ten on my uh, down on the farm roll, uh, we do get a extra team to the pool, so that basically cancels that out. All right. So uh, you start with four team in the pool. All right. And now I will directly engage a threat. Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a nine. Does anyone want to spend team to try and get that up to a ten? What are you trying to do? Uh, I am trying to stop the, uh, basically, I am trying to go, like, okay, like, to stop them, basically. So this, that is the both... this is the clothesline. Yeah. Which will probably, which might get the, um, the hydrokinetic and the fish, but obviously the person that is water is going to be a bit trickier. Hmm. I can't, I can't think how I would help here apart from, hmm, no, I can't, I can't put it, my finger on how I would actually help. Don't you have a gun? Oh, yeah, probably. Okay, so... Uh, Alright, yeah, so so Stag will, like, uh, pull, pull, like, reach behind her and then pull out a gun, uh, which is a laser gun, obviously. She wouldn't use real bullets. Um, uh, and begins firing at the water, and bursts of sparks begin shooting up in front of them uh, and uh, blind them so they cannot see the, the clothesline. Alright. Mm. Uh, Again, okay. the water is untouched. It's just like on the surface of the water, whenever the, the shot makes contact, sh sparks will just shoot out. <laughs> the squibs go off. Or not the squibs, the, the blast packs. Yeah. All right, so that becomes a 10. Uh, so with that, I'm going to resist or avoid their blows and take something from them. Uh, I'm going to say that I take from them uh, basically their lead. They're no longer to chase. They're now embroiled with... Snow Fox's team and us. All right. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So they, they are now, uh, have, have gone from flight to fight mode. Um, 
Okay, well, we uh, have their attention. Yeah, so the Hydrokinetic is going to uh, focus his energy, and the Living Water one gets really big. Hmm. How big? Uh, not that big. Okay. <laughs> wow. <So> just, <laughs> just stag with a finger over the button, watching this thing grow, and then when it stops, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> stag, like, it has, has her hand and, like, the, like, right up to her eye with, like, the size finger. It's like, mm mm. But just, like, shakes her head, like, nope, not big yeah. enough. Yeah. Does the size finder with the thumb thing, like, mm, yeah. nah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I've gone, so, uh, like, you know. So what happens is that after clotheslining the, um, the hydrokinetic, and I'm assuming, like, also managing to catch the fish person, uh, you actually hear what almost sounds like the sound of, um, a rubber band, kind of like, like, uh, like that doing noise, and the arms that, um, Morpho had stretched across the thing kind of snap back and hit her right in the chest, and she kind of just goes like, oh, whew, okay. And, like, it looks like it kind of took a little bit out of her, but, you know, she'll be back in a moment, so you guys can go. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to unleash my powers again. Uh, that is a six. So, uh, oh, wait, no, plus freak. Just plus two. Okay. Um, hmm. uh, all right, so uh, Silver Stag will go and... Uh, you know what? <laughs> Um, by reshaping her environment, she's going to, uh, throw dough at them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, so, so she'll, like, she's, like, still surfing, and she's like, go dough! <laughs> and it's, like, push it, but gives you, like, a shove forward. <laughs> Alright, um. Uh, so I'm gonna use whatever my role is to get you into an advantageous position, and it is, uh... I guess temporary? I mean... Well, the GM tells you how the effect is unstable or temporary. Yeah, unstable mm -hmm. or temporary. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm gonna say that uh, Doe gets a a single plus one forward to, to making his next roll, but after that, you're... <laughs> you lose that... He doesn't automatically regain that height advantage. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's fair. Um, did, did you just throw me in a general direction or at one of them specifically? Uh, towards them, I guess, in general. Okay. Though it's very obvious that the, uh, the hydrokineticist is buffing, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the water person. Yeah, that's, that's who I was thinking of going after. Um, the, I don't know if this is an unleash my powers kind of deal, so I, I'm going to just directly engage a threat. Um, don't have a lot of options when you're flying through the air at someone. <laughs> um, but alright, I'm gonna roll plus danger, plus my plus one, uh, so that's a nine total. Not bad. Valor, you got anything you could do to, uh, help out? Or yeah, where, is, where is Valor right now in terms of, like, position? I mean, I, I assume Valor is desperately trying to not fall into the oh, the river. Yeah, because heavy armor and rivers rarely go together. So, um, how far am I from the all of the enemies that we're fighting? Uh, I mean, you're only like like the 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 ice is kind of forming and then like unforming pretty quickly. So you're only like you know, ten fifteen feet back. 
Okay. Um, would I have to do something before I can reach all of them? Uh, I mean... Well, wait, we need to finish Jonathan's thing, right? Oh, okay. So, yes. I, we were just seeing... To, we were just checking to see if you could help in some way. Like, yeah. help Jonathan's role become a tank. Do you have a bow and arrow in your uh, kit as something? Or, like, can you throw a spear at them or something? Um, tell you what, I'd say that uh, bow and arrow is part of my inventory. Okay. Start sure. taking shots at them. Yeah, do you okay. want to take a shot to help uh, help out uh, Doe? Sure, yeah, you got it. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to quickly de-equip my shield and sword, take out a bow, uh, string an arrow to it, and as I'm still trying to clamber up, I'm going to take a moment to line up a quick shot and just fire one off. Like, you sprint forward, and then you just slide on the ice forward while holding the bow. Mm. All right. Uh, great. So that's a 10. Thank you. Works. All right, so pick two options. Yeah, um, just for uh, so I know, how much team do we have left in the pool? Two. Uh, yeah, you should still have two. Okay, great. All right, I'm going to choose two from directly engage a threat. Um, so the... All right, I'm just going to describe the situation first. So Doe has been essentially flung at this guy without a lot of warning. Um, and so, you know, flying through the air, he... Uh, reaches in within himself and uh, taps into his uh, meditative training, which effectively slows down time just for him and allows him to think this through a little bit. And he remembers one of the ancient teachings that he's learned about in uh, one of the, the texts that he's uncovered of a, an ancient martial arts technique developed by the Temple of the Sun and Mind called Iron Head Bullet Punch. <laughs> And uh, instead of trying to land, like, I don't know, near this guy or on something, he's going to uh, form himself into a swan dive and aim himself directly at this guy, stealing himself and tightening his muscles for the impact. Um, and I am going to uh, resist uh, or avoid their blow and um, also <laughs> uh, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um is that a GM's choice or mine? I want to say it's yours, John. My choice. Ah. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically out of nowhere, this uh, large teen um, with skin as hard as iron slams into this guy uh, like a small car. Fucking bullet bills his ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So he um, uh, he goes down. Uh, he's uh kind of his the the like water platform thing that he was kind of standing on collapses into the actual um actual water and uh uh Stofox happily uh like freezes him in place <laughs> uh the other two um the the fish is going to uh like dive under the ice and kind of swim back the way they came while the um uh, the the now huge uh, living water person is going to just um, like incorporate uh, into water. Uh, no, uh, it's gonna basically like like kind of sit there and take swings at, at everyone, keeping them, them occupied. Mm. Ah, mm. I see. We got two down. Yeah, one okay. down, two to go. Mm. Well, the fish was like swimming away. Is that swimming like away, away, or just getting itself out of danger? Uh, <laughs> it's. You're not sure at this point. It's only managed to make it so far. Yeah, it, it ducked uh, under the ice flow, so we don't know where exactly it's going. Yeah, speaking of, uh, so Valor, you're you're getting finally getting your footing. 
And uh, as you are looking, like, about to move forward, you see a shape pass underneath the ice underneath your, your feet. What do you do? Da-da. Um, okay, you know, um, is he moving so fast that if I were to go into the water and try to go after him, would I not be able to catch him? Well, um... Assuming that he swims at, say, the speed of an Olympic swimmer, uh, Valor currently swims at the speed of a rock, so. So I'm going to take it that that's a no. Uh, uh, I mean, like, you could try to, like, like time your jump and, like, grab onto him and drag him down to the bottom of the river. Whether that's mm. good for him or for you is kind of a, a question. And who are the other combatants right now? Uh, so... Right now, you are on the uh, on the ice flow with Snowfox's yeah. team. You know, um, Orchid the metal user, NT the knight, uh, and Piper the Piper clown. The minst- I was going to say Piper the minstrel, but sure, um, we'll look. Let's agree to disagree. Um, okay, so all right, um, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, so this guy who's underwater, if I do nothing, he's sure to basically get away at this point. I mean, uh, like the, uh, if you will be on the back foot, yeah, you, you, you'd have to chase him down effectively, which would mean getting snow Fox to like turn around and start running that way. Mm. Um, you know what? I mean, you uh, do have a bow and arrow. I do. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say that my inventory is surprisingly reminiscent of legend of Zelda. And one of the things that you could have in Legend of Zelda series were the good old iron boots for, you know, the water temples. So, um, instead of fighting the ice, I'm going to go with it, and I'm going to do a running leap off to try and uh, basically Goomba stomp this guy before he can get away. Alright, roll to directly engage a threat. I thought Sweet. you were going to do the uh, the water temple boss thing of just using the hook shot to drag him out of the water and then hitting him with his sword. I don't have a hookshot, Harry. What? You think this is Legend of Zelda or something? Okay, that is a 10 total. Alright. Uh, so on a 10 plus pick 2, uh, you can um, uh, resist or avoid their blows, uh, take something from them, suppress, uh, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition, or give a teammate an opportunity. Uh... Here's what I would like to ask, John. Can this guy breathe underwater? I mean, he is a fish man, so... Mm. Uh, a okay. better question might be, like, have we seen him come up for breath before, or has it always just been on the surface? Mm. Um, I mean, he's been in and out because he's been ransacking boats along the river, so... Mm. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come down on top of him. For the first one, I'm gonna resist and avoid his blows. For the second, I'm gonna... Um, I don't have my sword equipped. I take my gauntleted hand and I jam it right into his gills and I'm going to take something from him. His oxygen. If I can't breathe, neither will you! Yup. So guess what? Either both of us are coming up from air, for air or neither of us are. Alright, so sorry. You, you. What was the other thing you picked other than take something from him? Uh, resist or avoid his blows. Alright, yeah. So... Uh, so, yeah, uh, uh like, you're, you're basically 
drowning this fish underwater. Uh, he, yeah. Uh, he he's he's wriggling against you, and then he kind of just like like the equivalent of passing out from from being put in like a a sleeper hold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then I'm like. Shit, it wasn't supposed to work like that. He was supposed to swim <laughs> up to the surface and drag me along with him. Fuck! Well, you see, the problem is, you got those iron boots. <laughs> oh god! The ir Curse you, iron boots! You're working against me! So, um, is that it for my turn for now? Uh, I mean... <laughs> for now. Uh, I mean, on the plus side, this is only a river. So, okay. you could theoretically just climb over to the bank. Yeah, how long can Valor hold her breath is probably the better question. As long as a human can. <laughs> Maybe a bit longer because she's got great stamina. But, um, yeah, I guess but, I'm gonna... You know, if you keep her under water for too long, her hit points just hit zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's a woom 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 and the hearts start going down. Yeah, um, alright. I'm gonna, yeah, I guess I'll end my turn just going over as close to, you know, the the riverbank as I can. Alright. So, so you've got one guy left. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll, uh, go back to, uh, I mean, there, there are three of you at, at, at the giant water guy. What, what are you doing? Alright. Um, Morpho has an idea. Uh, you know, okay, well, this hydrostatic, uh, well, this guy is like, so, this one, the, this guy is, like, coming up out of the water, right? Like, there's a spout going up into this thing's body. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's just like, it's like, oh, wait, uh, I know what to do. It, it, it's just like damming a hose. And uh, what Morpho is going to attempt to do is, like, leap directly into where that, um, basically where the, the spout coming up is, and then expand her body enough in, like, a very sudden way to displace all of the water and hopefully, like, cut it off so he kind of, like, you know, falls back to Earth, as it were. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I will roll to directly engage a threat. Uh, and I'm gonna say this is probably, yeah, uh, I'm gonna say that this, so, uh, the transfer has a unique thing called Going Native, which I don't really think is a particularly good name for it, but that's what it is, uh, in where my power has quirks. And one of the problems of my uh, body elasticity ability is that when she expands, it's not really her expanding be to do it. It's actually just Reginald, like, you know, using his body mass. Uh, but the problem is that Reginald, you know, feeds on her blood, which isn't really a problem if, like, in the small doses he needs to sustain himself normally. But sudden expansion requires a lot of changes the pressure dynamics. And so it causes problems with circulation. Uh, for both of them. So I'm going to say uh, I will mark one of my quirks as being used. And uh, now I roll with a minus one. Oof. And that is a three altogether. All right. Well, you um, uh, mark a potential. Mm -hmm. uh, you, so you uh, like jump in to the middle of this creature, this guy, and then are immediately just shot out. Okay. Uh, uh, and well, so I, I you, take a powerful uh, blow. Yeah, you're going to take a powerful blow. All right. Uh, that is a six altogether. Okay. And I think that's a miss. Yes, that is. All right. Uh, so I mark a second potential. And since all that really happened is she gets launched out, 
And at first, you can hear kind of like, like, at first she's like, oh god, oh god, what do I do, what do I do? And then Rachel just goes, just glide! You've done it before! And then, as if there's like a moment of realization, you can see her spinning around in the air, and then all of a sudden she just like, gains those wingsuit flaps back and flies back to the bank of the river. Alright. Uh, alright, well, Silver Stag then is going to fly in, and, uh, she, like, her, her feet are positioned, like, on the, on the board, and then she, like, twists her left foot and says, STAG SHOCKER! And two mandibles shoot out from the front, and then arcs of electricity pass between them. Um, uh, and that is a 10 on directly engage. Alright, pick two. Uh, resist or avoid blows and take something from them. Uh, they're, uh... Uh, I guess their connection to the water. As okay. like she like slices them from the like their from their bottom of their midsection. You see what Morpho was trying to do, and are like, yeah. oh yeah, that'll work. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, all right, yeah. So uh, with that, he kind of like splashes up on onto the uh, on, onto the ice, and uh, so Fox quickly runs over and freezes him. Okay, great. Whew, that was yeah. stressful. Huh. Nice job, everyone. Wait, where's Valor? And would this be about the time that I come out of the river and w w start walking up the bank? Yep. Cool. Yeah, uh, you just see a dripping wet Valor with a fishman slung over one shoulder. Then she turns around and waves at all of you. <sighs> oh, thank you. Okay. Everyone's all right. Well done! Yeah, good job, everybody. Uh, we should, um... Uh, and and she like still her stag like does the like head tilt towards yeah uh, the the lady we're supposed to talk to and like gives gives you the eyes Harry yeah like, so Morpho's like oh right 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 and uh, so yeah a uh, big rubber hand comes over sort of drags uh, Morpho back onto the ice floe where everyone is uh, it says uh, hi Snow Fox uh, like I said Morpho new agent of Monsoon uh, listen. Monsoon asked us to get you specifically because Possessor is doing something with fire spirits in, uh, what's the, uh, the area of, uh, the reserve again? Uh, the Sleeping Giant Reserve? The Sleeping Giant Reserve, uh, apparently involving a lot of fire spirits. Uh, they asked us to get you specifically because, you know, you're, and she's just kind of gestures to all of the ice. Um, well, uh, that's great, but you see, real heroes that aren't, uh, like you... Um, uh, need to actually take in the bad guys first. Um, uh, we're... Oh, where do you put them? Uh, jail. Oh, I was thinking, like, a small capsule. <laughs> oh, um, we represent, uh, Monsoon. We have a van. Great. Yeah, we can have them transport these guys down to, uh, uh, lockup, I think it's called? That's wonderful. Uh, so... Uh, real quick, I'm just going to go talk to those reporters and tell them about how us Junior Guardians saved the day. Uh, you can, uh, do cleanup. Thanks! Uh, okay. I think I am going to use one of my other transfer moves, not a flyover. Uh, when an opponent underestimates you or attempts to call you out as being an outsider, roll plus savior. Ooh. Mmm. Uh, oh, baby. And that is an... What's my savior again? Uh, that is a 10, not an 11. Uh, so, uh, on a hit, you stun them. You've gained an opportunity or confused them for some time. On 10+, plus, uh, take a plus one forward. So, like, as 
Snow Fox attempts to kind of like wave uh, Morpho off. Uh, you actually like see her stand up to her full, like really stand up and go, now hold on just a minute. We were asked to call you specifically because of your skill set. Now, I don't know whether or not you want to talk to those reporters, but I think they'd love to hear how you're neglecting your duties in order to go play nice with the press. Now, are you going to do your job, or do I have to go tell them the bad news? <sighs> Fucking Narc Squad, fine. Being a hero is its own reward. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> <sighs> Thank you. Now, do you have you have transport figured out? Otherwise, you can ride in the van. Uh, I'll be fine. Um, uh, and, and the Piper pipes up and says, Well, uh, we could take the Ratmobile. Nobody wants to take your stupid clown car. Why do you keep calling him a clown? He is clearly a minstrel. Thank you! <laughs> yes, we have many of your kind back in my time. They are highly respected, and no one ever makes fun of them. And they're really <laughs> tough and cool. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Stag, is your... I, I look down at your surfboard. Are you able to use that instead? Uh, the less people we have to use to take the van, the faster we can get there, the better. Oh, uh, well, the, uh, um... Uh, the bug particles can't stay together for that long, unfortunately, so I can't really use it for long-distance travel. Uh, the, the magic, it's the magic, you see. That's, uh, <laughs> like, the energy lines of, like, the techno-organic, like, veins on the thing kind of just incorporate and fly into back into her wings. Okay, well, we need to get there as fast as possible. All right, uh, hold on a second. And Morpho goes right over to Valor, and with, like, a surprise, considering how small she is, for surprisingly little effort, she just, like, lifts Valor up. Hmm. Uh, maybe. Let me see. She goes over to, um... Oh, but then I'd have to carry... Put me uh, down. Right, sorry, sorry. Uh, hey, Reggie, you think you can handle three people? I can handle more than that! Get on! And her back kind of morphs into, like, a row of seating. Oh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, Valor's gonna get on. Still kind of shocked looking that somebody as small as Morpho was able to pick her up. And I, I look over at um, at uh, Stag and Doe and like, well, come on, get on. We, we need to get moving. Okay. Uh, sure. As you get inside, as you sit into the seats, uh, like racing style seatbelt harnesses come out of Morpho's suit and like snug around each other. And then the mouth comes out of one of them and says, please keep your hands and legs inside the vehicle at all times. And uh, yeah, with a, a mighty leap, but now clearing much less distance. Uh, we will head over to the, uh, the Sleeping Giants. Uh, yeah, so, uh, how long does it take for us to, like, get there? Is there anything that happens on the way? Uh, no, I mean, for the most part, um, the, the people of San Francisco are, you know, are, are, you know, used to the, the, the goings-on of, of, of the super heroic, so, uh, there are no, uh, major disasters, no stopping in looking at this person carrying three people on their back. Yeah, and for what it's worth, you know, like, Morpho doesn't seem to be all that winded carrying, like, a heavily armored person, a cyborg, and, uh, well, just a very buff dude on her back. She seems to be handling it pretty well, all things considered. Just leaping through the air, though not nearly as high as she was previously. 
yeah, if nothing uh, changes with a hop, skip, and a jump, we make our way over to Sleeping Giants. Yeah, the Sleeping Giants Reserve is uh, a massive redwood forest that sweeps across the, the northern edge of the of uh, downtown. Um, Are we talking, like, just forest forest, or is this, like, big-ass, massive sequoia forest? Massive, like... Uh, is it a park, or is it just woodland? Uh, I mean, it's technically kind of a park, but it's like it's a park in the way like that Stanley Park is a park. It's a it's a big like area. All right, so it's got like trails and stuff, and there's an aquarium in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no aquarium. The um uh the um the like uh nature related heroes and like witches that kind of populate this area are very um uh territorial about the uh the use of the park as anything other than its stated purpose as a nature reserve mm. okay <laughs> but we're conservation officers get the fuck out oh i haven't been here since one of the since the aliens animated one of the trees and i we had to fight it yeah uh so for what it's worth when we arrive uh morpho has like basically stopped and is just staring up at it and like that's like wow i've never seen anything this big before and uh she has not released you from the back because she's not paying attention <clears throat> morpho although i understand that this is quite the sight to behold if you could politely uh give us our freedom Oh, yeah, sorry. And the uh, the seat belts retract, and then the seats just kind of, like, fold back into Morpho's body, allowing you guys to, like, step off, like, you know, it puts you guys down effectively. Thank oh, you. wow. Look at all that biomass! My god, it's amazing! Oh, if only I could take a bite. No, Reginald, we're, we're here on business. I know, but, but just a little one. Please don't bite trees. Wait, who said that? <laughs> you you look around, and it takes you a minute, and then you, you notice that there is a large plant girl in a green suit. Ah! Oh! Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, uh, sorry for him. He he tends to get this way. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, um, we are the, uh, the wild team, and we're here to, uh, meet someone? Uh... <laughs> So Silver Snake begins posing and realizes that there wasn't really anything dynamic enough to like finish it. And then kind of goes back <laughs> to normal, like, oh. Uh, yeah, we're here to try and track down Possessor. Uh, we were told that he was somewhere around. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's in here. Doing something weird with the ley line. Uh, you, you wouldn't happen to know where he is, would you? Yes. Would you take us to him? Please. Okay. Yeah. Could you take us to him now? <laughs> yeah, no, she, she, uh, she'll <laughs> she'll turn around and like start walking, and the and the trees like move slightly to create a path for you. Oh wow! Hmm. And as we you know start walking, I do not believe we have met before. I am Valor, and you are Chloe. Ah, um, a. Pleasure, Chloe. And Valor just looks back at the rest of you guys and with a bit of a shrug. <laughs> I mean, you're getting shrugs back. I just she, mu she must be incredibly powerful. She doesn't have a secret identity. <laughs> um. So, um, Chloe, 
you said that Possessor was doing something weird with the ley lines? Yeah. Could you tell us what he is doing with the ley lines exactly? I don't know. That's just what mm. the trees told me. I see. Oh, so your trees also get mouths, like Reggie. I resent that! Oh. I am more than just a mouth! <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so uh, you are led uh, deeper into uh, the Sleeping Giants Reserve and come across a guy who's wearing such a uh, such an edgy trench coat, you, he must be Possessor. <laughs> it doesn't fit with the vibe of the rest of the uh, the, of the people we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do we come across them doing something, or are they just kind of, like, hanging out? Yeah, so uh, he is uh, behind some sort of magic barrier, uh, and he seems to be pulling at the ground with his magic. Uh... You must be Possessor, yes? Uh, well, so that's the other thing, is he's, uh, behind a magic shield, uh, surrounded by, uh, what are clearly civilians, uh, exhibiting elemental powers. Oh, dear. Hmm. Um, Miss Valor, you seem to have ideas about magic and certain preconceptions. Uh, how exactly would you deal with this? Um, so, John, how many others aside from this guy are there? Um, there are, uh, let's say four. Four, okay. Yeah, you've got got one for every major element. Okay, that makes sense. Um, uh, and when and we, like, enter, yeah. are they, like, obviously protecting him? Do they suddenly become hostile? Or is it like he doesn't really care so long as we're on the one side of the barrier? Yeah, he doesn't really care once you're on uh, one side of the barrier. Okay, well, um... Uh, well, we, we gotta get to him. It's not like we can just stand here and let him do whatever it is he's doing. Indeed. I say that we take out the other four elementals. I believe once we do that, that should significantly hamper his efforts to mess with the ley line, as our new acquaintance Chloe put it. If nothing else, it will distract him. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, alright, but, well, how do we get past the that and uh, Morpho is going to just point at the uh, the magic barrier. Yeah, um, I'm going to roll to assess the situation as superior, right? Yes, yes, it is. Uh, who here has a high superior? Uh, not me. Not me. I got a plus one. I believe, Jonathan, you might have the highest out of all of us. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, wow. Well, in that case, <clears throat> yeah. This, so... this is why, why I suggest Fruit Squad. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Let me just get my uh, basic move sheet up. Oh shoot! Right. Any dice? <gasps> Everybody, get your dice rollers. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna roll this first, and then, based on that, say what happened. Okay, that's a a, a nine actually total. So pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Um, basic success. All right. So Doe is going to walk up to the magic barrier and um, close his eyes and put his hands near it. He's not a magical expert or anything, but, you know, he has uh, a pretty strong connection with his key. Uh, it's what gives him his extraordinary abilities. And so he can kind of, well, not magically say, but in a more mechanical way, you know, tell how this barrier might affect that or affect physical things. Is it going to attack him? You know, is it is it dangerous or is it just going to stop him from going in? Uh, yeah, that kind of thing. 
Alright, so since you got seven to nine, you may ask one question from the assess the situation uh, right. list, and you take a plus one while acting on those answers. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna ask how could we best end this quickly with reference to the barrier. Um, uh, you, um, looking at the barrier, you know that it, it'll mostly just stop you from entering, like I said. Right, so it's a wall, not like an electric fence. Yeah, but it's also, um, uh, powered by the, um, uh, by the elemental spirit. Ah, that's interesting. All right, um, I'll go back and relay this to the group. Hmm. I sense a connection between the barrier and the spirits inhabiting those civilians. I believe if we could sever that connection or disrupt the energy of those spirits, it could disrupt the barrier as well. Sorry, the, the elementals people are on the outside of the barrier or the inside of the barrier? John? Uh, the elementals are on the outside of the barrier. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's... Hmm. Okay, yeah, because I thought they were on the inside of the barrier. I'm like, ah, yes, the key is behind the lock. <laughs> Yes. Uh, uh, okay, well, how do we do that? Uh, hold on. And Doe is going to... So, could you... How many of these people are there again? Four. Uh, okay, and are they like... Got oh, fire person, wind person, water yeah, person. Yeah. Okay, cool. Doe's going to walk up to the fire person. Uh, and he's just going to walk up and uh, reach a hand out to shake. Hello. Uh, if there's no reaction, he will retract his hand and bow a little. My name is Doe. I am a disciple of the Temple of the Sun and Mind. Uh, I would like to ask that you leave. Okay, um... I call the police. When, when, <laughs> when you do this, the, uh, the, the fire, uh, the spirit possessing this person leaves. Huh! What? <laughs> Yo! What? I... Well, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing we're all looking at each other like, Oh, well, I, I guess we thought we were going to fight this guy, but, well, here you go. Yeah, yeah. The, the person collapses. Um, oh, dear. But... Who looks back at the rest of you and just winks? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I, yeah. I guess we just, we take turns going up to each spirit and just being like, hi, could you please leave? Well, yeah, you're, you're about to just go do that when, um, when, um, what's her name? Snowfox? Snowfox. Like r rides in on a on, on doing the Iceman thing. It's like, mm. oh, so these are the evil spirits. Don't worry, got this. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and uh, she's going to try and uh, blast one of them. She's going to try and freeze the water spirit. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, I got mm. a decent savior. Uh, I'm going to try and defend that person. While trying to shout, like, wait, 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 wait! Uh, roll plus savior. Uh, okay, that is a plus ten altogether. Uh, yes, plus ten. Or ten, I should say. Alright, um, I don't have a condition to clear. I'm gonna add team to the pool. Um, and do I get anything else? Choose one. Yeah, no, it's just choose one, and I don't have problems. So, yeah, I'll add team to the pool. And uh, yeah, so basically what happens is that she kind of, is that Morpho runs forward, she throws up her arms, and then her arms expand to kind of form a wall that the ice hits, and then like by retracting it just causes the ice to shatter off, and just goes like, wait, we could just ask them to leave. Doe just did that, 
Remember, we're, we're here to deal with Possessor. If we don't have to deal with anything other than that, that's fine. Uh, give me some sort of roll. Uh, okay. I believe you're trying to provoke Snow. Or... I am trying to provoke. Uh... Okay, I think that is... Uh, that is a six altogether, unless somebody wants to spend a team in order to, uh... I can spend a team for that. I can spend the team that you just added. Yay! <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Yeah, um, so I'm guessing that Snowfox is, like, looking at, uh, Morpho, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and while she's kind of, like, off her guard, Doe is going to walk up kind of in between them. Uh, we don't have to hurt these civilians. We don't know if they're susceptible to our attacks while they are affected by the spirits. Perhaps it is best to seek a non-violent option. Remember, if any harm comes to these civilians as a result of your actions, it shall not look good for you. Or us. Remember, if you can, try to talk it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Morpho is, like, shaking her arms because there's, like, ice crystals kind of embedded in her costume now. Like, hot, ha, ha, ooh, ooh, cold, 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 cold. All right, so uh, you got seven, so, um... Okay, I have, she's going to air, and you're going to gain a critical opportunity. Ooh. Uh, and she's going to, like, just, like, like, she kind of wrote into this, just... Half-cocked, ready to go. Half-cocked, ready to go. And then she's, like, going to, like, take a better look at the situation. And she's going to let slip. Damn it, Possessor, are you not finished yet? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well, then. that's where the tone of this entire encounter changes significantly. Yes. Uh, hold on. Finished with what exactly? Um, uh, uh, clearly he's doing an evil thing. Um. You're going to have to try better than that if you wish to pull the wool over our eyes. Stag! Go ask some of the other spirits to leave. Yeah, uh, Doe can see that this is going to turn ugly pretty quickly, so he's going to walk up to the water spirit and be like, I think it would be best if you left now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're, you're getting a little bit more resistance off this one. I think you're going to need to provoke the spirit. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> That's provoke fine. the spirit. Provoke the spirit. Yeah. Well, I, I got me a, a, a plus one on superior and... Um, can I use my uh, plus one from my yeah. assess the situation on this? Sure. Okay, great. All right, uh, that is a nine again. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, um, the, the the water spirit seems to be considering it, but the you realize that when the, the situation became more aggressive, it was more inclined to... It's now more inclined to stay. Hmm. Oh, no. I see. Interesting. Hmm. No, why would I leave? A fight's about to pop off. Okay. Uh, so do I get to know which option it took from the provoke list? Uh, it, it aired and you gained a critical opportunity. Uh, you now know that the uh, that the elemental spirits are um, are, are driven by, by conflict and negative emotion. So hmm. being polite and asking them to leave is actually their, their kryptonite. I see. Interesting. Okay. Um... Yeah, sure. Uh, Doe is going to latch onto that and try and act on it. And he's going to exhale deeply, center himself. Please, spirit, 
I understand that you are here to protect and to help, but we have this situation under control. We very much appreciate the help that you are that that you are here to offer, but we can take it from here. Thank you. Yeah, the the the, the water spirit is uh uh flees uh, greatly from from your very polite and, and reasoned response. Okay, excellent. Okay, well then I'm going to move on to the next. <laughs> All right. So while this is happening, mm-hmm. uh, what what are, what are the the rest of you doing with Snowfox? Hmm. Uh, I am going to attempt to pierce the mask on Snowfox. So I roll with mundane, uh, and that is an eight. And I think I'm good at mundane. Yes, that is a ten. So I get to ask three. Uh, all right. So first question: What do you intend to do? Uh. Throw everyone else under the bus so that she doesn't get caught. Fair enough. Uh-huh. How could I get your character to... How could I get Snow Fox to wait about doing this under the doing this until the spirits have... Until Doe is finished calming all the spirits? Um... I'm assuming some degree of convince her that we're not super onto her yet. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's more or less it. The... Like... The, the way to keep her from interfering is to is to keep this at a battle of words, not a battle of force. Mm-hmm. Right. And... I already know. Um, yeah, I'll, I may as well ask. What are you really planning? Uh, n- absolutely nothing. She's in this just because she thought she could get away with it. Mm, of course. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, to be fair... Pretty much every villain thinks they can get away with it. Yeah. All right. So Morpho is picking up on the fact that, like, ah, Snow Fox is not the the actual mastermind here, but is just a patsy. Uh, he's basically going to like look between her and Snow Fox. It's like, well, regardless of what's happening, it's probably in our best interest. And I'm going to look over at Valor that we get rid of that we make sure that these spirits are out of here and these people are safe before anything happens. And so let's yeah, let the I, man work his magic or stuff. I have my eyes locked on Snow Fox as if just barely holding myself back from just ripping her a new one. And I just say to you, not looking away from her, I completely agree. Uh, I'm going to provoke Snow Fox. <laughs> oh, baby. That's an 11. Oh, okay. boy. <gasps> what are you provoking Snow Fox to do? Um, you know, Snowfox, this reminds me of a, of a, a mission that I, my unit went on where we learned a valuable lesson, and I'm gonna trap, <laughs> I'm gonna trap her in a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah. It's like, yeah, Snowfox just like, alright, just let him keep talking. As long as they're talking, they don't think that I'm a part of this. Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to continue on with a long, meandering conversation about how we learned how that ends up being about recycling somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Ends up being about, like, saving the environment. See, the thing is that it totally looks like it's supposed to be a thing of, like, don't betray your teammates. And then at the last second, it just becomes a recycling thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they cower it out. They don't want to actually make that message. So instead, they make it about recycling. Yes. The writers really really bungled that one, for sure. (laughs) 
Hey, John, have we made a significant enough, uh, kept everything pacified for Doe to be able to pa uh, send the spirits off? Yeah, so uh, Doe uh, manages to uh, send the spirits off. Um, right. Uh, the, the, the barrier drops. And that's why you should always cut your plastics that hold together your cans of soda. Trying to think of like a, a non like uh like a, a third party like a parody way of saying knowing is half the battle. Knowledge is half the key to success. Alright, so uh barrier drops, what happens? Yeah. Mm. Um Yeah, so he will um uh upon seeing all of you uh say, Well, my my work is is uh, almost complete. I, I have opened a rift in this ley line for Tenebris to to draw power from. Huh. Well, I guess that makes that part easy. <sighs> All right. Well, first things first. Apologies, Snow Fox, but not really. And then, uh, basically, from like where she's standing, uh, my head is just going to extend and headbutt her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think. Are we going to be entering into a fight with a dangerous foe? Uh, yeah, so, uh, who's leading? Uh, it's like um, Morpho. Yeah, Morpho. Alright, uh, so, uh, Morpho. Um, uh, you have influence over everyone. Mm -hmm. Does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Yep. Yeah. Alright. Get the shit out of, yeah, these two assholes. A any team mistrust? No. Nope. Don't think so. Uh, ill-prepared or off-balance? Uh, I'd I say think, no. Yeah, I think we're actually on the... Uh, or on the, like, on the, uh, if anything, on the... we've at least caught them a little... Like, caught one of them by surprise. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you have uh, five team in the pool. Nice. nice. Okay, and I'm going to roll to directly engage a threat as I basically give her the old extendo headbutt. <laughs> um, that is a... What's my... F danger. Oh, danger. Cool. Uh, that is an eight altogether. Uh, hmm. I'm going to say that eh, I'm not really frightening or surprising the opposition. I guess I could say that I am surprising the opposition, because uh, probably didn't see the headbutt coming. So yeah, I will say that I'm going to take, uh, I will directly engage, and for my option, I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Um, okay. Um, okay, so uh, you uh, uh, throw a headbutt at her. And, uh, sorry, you said uh, you're resisting and avoiding her blows. No, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. All right. So, um, okay. So you you go to do that, and uh, you definitely uh, like uh, like deliver a hard head, but but uh, you have this thing where uh, all of the bits of your body have to stay like together. So you just have this incredibly long neck that is uh, just about that gets a big uh, frosty hit from her. Okay. And yeah, she, I give her the head butt, but she gives me the old neck freeze. Yeah. So uh, roll to take a powerful blow. Um, that is a six altogether. All right. Uh, so what I'm saying is that she does manage, like, she manages to see this long neck, and she does manage to freeze it, and um. But uh, what happens is that, like, just it disconnects from the, the part that's being frozen, just disconnects from it and falls off. And as it retracts so that it doesn't come back to the main body, 
and then uh, a mouth appears out of the side and goes, Ha! You think that's all the biomass I have? I've got way more in store for that! I can afford to let some go! Yeah, and then she just looks over at you and is like, God, you... I'm not going to be taken down by some worst generation freaks. Do I pull not a flyover again? I'll give I'll give other people to act uh, in regards to that. Uh, all right, I will attack Snowfly or uh, mm. Snowfox. Uh, directly engage plus plus danger so seven. Uh, I'm I will not resist or avoid her blows. Uh, I will take something from her. Um, I'll take her sight from her. Temporarily, Ooh. Uh, as uh, oh, no, so uh, so Silverstag takes a pose with like her arm, her arms like in like a T, um, and then she says, "You forgot to learn the most important lesson of all, uh, Snow Fox. Don't listen to strangers." <laughs> 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 and then Stag Flash, and then she's gonna blind her with like a, a flash of light. Nice. All um, right. So, uh, yeah, she, um, um, yeah. So she is going to uh, flail around and just send ice spikes in all directions. Um, so uh, not just you are in danger, but everyone is in danger. Oh right? no. Hmm. Okay. Um, with all of this chaos going around, uh, Doe is actually going to split our efforts and go directly after Possessor. Um, that's assuming the barrier is down, right? Yes, the barrier is, uh, is down. Okay. Um, well, Possessor's involved in this, like, magical ritual, and it's, like, busy, and Doe's gonna take advantage of that, um, to try and do a non-lethal takedown, uh, basically put this guy in a, like, an Aikido-style hold. <laughs> um. Intercepting Falcon, and then you just punch him in the face. <laughs> cool. Um, so I think that's directly engaged a threat. And, uh, that's a seven. So, All right, well, you still get one. Yeah, pick one. Um, hmm. Let's see. I don't want this guy to leave. I just want to disable him. Okay, I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies if uh, Valor wants to step in and do something, because I know she still has uh, her turn. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Doe is going to go up behind this guy and essentially just, like, knock him over... Um, and put him in, like, an arm lock. It's not going to last. This guy's going to be able to, like, get out of it probably pretty easily if he has any sort of, like, you know, unless he's a total wimp. Um, but it'll create, like, a couple seconds where he's disoriented, uh, especially if he's trying to concentrate on any kind of magic spell. All right. Uh, well, he uh, he's going to channel some of the... He's open, like, he's tearing a rift in the ley line, so he's going to... Uh, channel some of that energy just towards you as you come at him. So ah, mm. You're gonna need to, to roll to to take a powerful blow there. Okay, great. Okay. Um, ugh. Uh, that's a six. So I'm gonna use. Um, uh, no, six on take a powerful blow. Low is good. Oh, low is good. That's yeah. great. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. On a miss, you stand strong. That's right. Mark potential. Yeah. And say how you weather the blow. Okay. Um. Well, the whole thing with the uh, Knights of the Temple of the Sun in mind is that they, they believe in enlightenment through perfection of the body, and that means that uh, they're really good at weathering hits, um, magical hits, physical hits. They're 
pretty much immune to fire after a certain point in their training. And so Doe just kind of sees this coming and steals himself and takes it full on in the face and shrugs it off. He won't always be able to do that because he has to kind of, you know, see it coming. But when he does, it's, you know, it just washes over him like like nothing. Mm. Yeah. So Possessor, seeing that this might be a bit a bigger deal than he expected. Yep. Is going to use his powers to to possess um, Doe Fox with an ice spirit. Ah. Oh. <laughs> All right, now we got to be polite, real polite. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because if he succeeds, we basically have uh, like one point of contact for this whole battle, right? We just have to take down the <laughs> That's no, oh, that's true, actually. Yeah. Um, we'll see. It could make things interesting. Um. Yeah. So meanwhile, the rest of you. Um. Mm. Uh. So uh, Snow Fox uh, was already shooting ice in every direction because blinded. Pew pew. Yep. Uh, but now the ice is bigger and nastier because of ice spirit. So everyone is going to need to take a powerful blow. Okay. Uh, oh no! All right. Do we just want to go top to bottom? Uh, not, top? not, uh, not uh, dough, be- oh, okay. because uh, dough is specifically in the one place where there's not going to be ice because the right. ice spirit doesn't want us. That's true. I'm literally on top of this guy. Okay. Okay. I rolled a five. Okay. All right. Uh, so I got an eight, so I have to choose one. Um, so I either give ground, I struggle past the pain to mark two conditions. Oh, shoot, this sheet doesn't have... Oh, there it is. Someone resist the situation secure when yourself or your brother's name are helpless. Um, I'm gonna say I will give the ice spirit, like, an opportunity to kind of, like, gain its, uh, like, gain its ground a little bit. Like, it's able to shake off the, the flashbang. Uh, because originally I was kind of pressuring it, but now that the ice started to rear up, uh, and Reggie really doesn't want that touching anything on, like, his core body, he's kind of being, like, like, kind of forced me to pull back a little bit so that we don't get frozen which gives it enough room to kind of, like, clear its head and sort of gain its bearings. And, uh... Stag, what'd you roll? Uh... 11. Oh, boy. <laughs> so... Hmm... Uh, I'll just take two conditions. Uh, you have to choose two. Oh, uh, yeah, two. Uh... Hmm... Second, let me double-check double the basic moves again. Uh, okay... Uh, two condition, and I'll give the enemy an opportunity. All right. So I will mark um, insecure and afraid. Uh, uh, is that it? Or are we? Uh, right. yeah. So um, uh, so both of you gave gave no fox an opportunity. Is that yes? Yep. All right. <clears throat> so um, uh, Snow fox is going to use the um. Uh, so Fox slash Ice Spirit is going to use that opportunity to uh, freeze themselves over with ice armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are uh, uh, they've got some like pretty nasty looking ice armor with big ice spikes everywhere. It's going to be a much much harder to, to hurt them. Right. Is that right? Well, yeah. Valor, you want to? You, you can either try to get through it, or you can try and just punch Possessor in the face until he goes unconscious. Yeah, well, thing is, I feel like if Possessor's doing this to make uh, Snow Fox even stronger, like, I feel like it would really hurt Possessor's pride if somebody were to take down Snow Fox now. Mm. So, Valor is going to 
Yeah, uh, she's going to advance on Snowfox, and she's going to roll Danger to start just wailing on her with her sword. Okay, and that is a 10 total. All right, so first off, I'm going to defend or avoid their blows, and then I'm going to take something from them, their ice armor. Uh, I'm going to activate a rune on my sword, and basically the blade is just going to erupt into flames. And then I'm just going to start hacking away at Snowfox, uh, just hissing out before I uh, start with the beatdown. You are supposed to be a hero. You took an oath! And with that, I just start laying into her, hacking through her armor as uh, pieces of ice start flying everywhere. All right. Um, okay, so that's another condition. Guilty is probably the... Ah, <laughs> uh, guys, I really fucked up. I, I really beefed it. All right, so, uh, yeah, Snowfox is going to uh, uh, try and, like, uh, like basically, like, ditch the armor to, 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 to survive, to, to, you know... Weather the onslaught. Yeah, to weather the onslaught, and is going to like ice ramp down and like behind uh, possessor. <laughs> mm. yeah, so now it's a chase. Mm. All right. Uh, so anybody want to go? Uh, otherwise, I will take me option. Um, yeah, I'm happy to tag you in. All right. So uh, with Snowfox going after them. Um, Realizing pretty quickly that, okay, if Possessor goes down, um, this will probably do it. Uh, what she's go what uh, Morpho is going to do is just try and like jump past, uh, jump over to where um, Doe is to help him out with Possessor. And uh, basically all she's going to do is like reach out, like get go where Doe is, where he's got Possessor on the ground. Just kind of reach out. And her hand expands, and it just kind of, like, wraps around his head. And she's just going to hold that. All right, so that is um, uh, on danger, plus one. All right, so that is a ten altogether. Uh, so I'm going to resist or avoid their blows. And I'm going to say, uh, do I take something from them, or do I create an opportunity for my allies? Um, I think I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies as, uh, like, basically by grabbing onto his head with one, and then as Snowfox is trying to get away, I just reach out, grab her, and sort of pull them together so that we're still back in all of this. Wow. Going, oh, no, you don't! Alright. <clears throat> Maybe, uh, like, slam them both into each other at the same time. Excellent. All right. Well, he is going to uh, uh, cower when all seems lost. Oh, wow. That was easy. <laughs> I mean, he's got two superheroes on top of him. <laughs> he's, he's <like laughs> that is in, true, yeah. His head is in a bag made of skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a pleasant too. feeling. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, so, yeah, he's... Um, uh, he'll say, uh, I, I am... Fortunately for you, heroes, my work is has mostly been done. Uh, Lord Tenebris, uh, plans will, will still be coming together, whether you defeat me here or not. Hmm. All right. I'm assuming, like, we look over and there's this giant, like, magical crack in the ground that's just kind of radiating shit. Yep. 
to deal with that later, I guess. Mm. Um, so if, uh, huh. Okay. I like to imagine he says that and then Reggie is like, he's saying something, something about how his work is Lord Tenebris will still do uh, things now that his work is done. Okay, well, this guy... All you can hear is just... (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) This guy can't see anything, but so Doe is just going to tap him on the shoulder. Would you release your spirit, please? Uh, I'm going to need you to provoke for that. Oh, well. All right. (laughs) Roll plus superior. That's uh, seven plus one. That's an eight. Um... So they choose one. Uh, if if two people can help you, you can get it all the way up to the ten plus. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll spend a team as just the uh the grip on his head tightens ever so slightly. <laughs> all right, you need one more person to to give you a hand with this. Stag Valor, you want to uh slightly threaten this guy a little bit? Okay, so I'm gonna chime in at this. So regardless of what happens to you, Lord Tenebris is going to return. Meaning, there are no repercussions for us if we happen to kill you here and now. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's, uh... uh yeah. All right. Well, yeah, no, and he's gonna be like, okay, you know, go, go, no, I'm, I'm not dying for this. <laughs> <laughs> like my boss may be a necromancer, but I do not want that life. God damn, yeah. I, I got a cat at home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he he will release the ice spirit. That's going to, and that that the, the trauma of losing the ice spirit takes out Snow Fox. Hey, right. nice. All right, and with that, uh, like you know, um, Morpho will release her uh, like hand from his thing, so he can start breathing again, and just like you know, it snaps back to her. Yeah. Okay, uh, now how do we stop this? That she just points at the giant crack in the ground. Yeah, well. so. Um, as you're you're saying that, you the you hear a a deep rattling voice. Oh, there's no stopping this. And uh, you see uh, the dread lord, uh, uh, Tenebris, king of the undead, uh, floating above you. Oh shit! Oh, don't worry, young heroes. You have more pressing matters to worry about than I. Uh, that's assuming you want your precious monsoon building intact. <sighs> I will see you soon when I return to conquer this city. And he will dive into the rift. Oh, that's that's not good. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. And, um, <laughs> like, a cell phone is going to, like, morph out of Morpho's suit. She's gonna start dialing the number of our, uh, our handler. Just, like, on, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up. Uh, mm. I have a question. Yes. Can I use my what's an episode move? No. Okay. Not yet. You have to actually see the big monster first. This is, I, I mean, okay. Yeah, so uh, as you're doing this, uh, roots begin to climb over the, the rift in like a suture and uh, slowly pull it closed and, uh, Chloe says, okay, all fixed. Please leave now. Yeah, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, I, right. just, I just can't believe it. He did a whole monologue and he didn't even attack us. That's I, not supposed to happen. I, I, uh, Stag, I, I don't think he's going to attack us. Uh, do I get any response from the phone call? Oh, God, is it? 
And she'd be looking up and around. Did he already become giant? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is he attacking the city? The warehouses! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, so you, you get uh, on the phone. You get, uh, uh, you've reached Cinderstap. Please leave a message. Oh, crud. Uh, guys, you need to get back to the van. And, like, she to, like, reach over and grab both, uh, uh, Possessor and... Sorry? Where are you trying to go? Uh, back the, to where we came from. The entrance. We're trying to leave, like you asked us, remember? Yeah, but, but, but to where? Oh, uh, um, um, and she, like, she reaches down, Morpho reaches down for pockets that clearly aren't there, and then it's like, oh, uh, and then a little business card comes out of her costume, she opens it up, and reads off the address of the, uh, the monsoon building. Oh. What do you mean, oh? You, you could always take, uh, the, our secret, uh, Black Tortoise Way Rail line. Uh, that would be great, actually. What is that exactly? Uh, so, uh, natives of the city would know the Black Tortoise Way is the underground network of trolleys that, uh, service the city. Uh, you've never oh. heard of a line being, uh, in the Sleeping Giants Reserve, but... Fair. Uh, but apparently they have a, a, a secret line that they, that you can use to quickly move, get back to the, get back to Monsoon. Uh, okay. Uh, which way did we go? Oh. And, and uh, uh, Chloe makes a gesture and the, and like a subway station made out of plants just kind of opens up in the ground. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, hope to see you again. And then, yeah. Morpho is just gonna... is also going to race down into the subway. Yeah, uh, uh Stag will also follow. Mm. And just like wave at Chloe. Alright. After we all leave, my, what strange people. Then just, <laughs> just dissipates back into the forest. Yeah. More <laughs> or less. Um so uh, I like you... to think that sorry, I'd like to think that when Chloe disappears, she does like the Homer Simpson gif of just walking backwards into the hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Well, more or less. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you all uh, get down there. Like, uh, Aside from being very plant-like, this is more or less the same as any other uh, trolley uh, station you've been to. Uh, get in the trolley head to, and start heading towards Monsoon Building. Uh, while you're there, getting there, uh, So Fox uh, rouses herself. When she comes to, she finds that she is very securely strapped to my back. Hey, hey, where are you taking me? Back to Monsoon, obviously. So Can't go back. Back there, there's a bomb there, you idiots. Wait, where? Like, in the building, where? I don't know. Well then, it sounds like you've just volunteered yourself to come with us to find this bomb. Uh... Indeed. It seems as though you know more than us about it, so you shall be useful in locating it. The more the merrier, right? <laughs> uh, uh. Don't worry, if you work with us long enough, I'm sure we'll become friends. That's how it works. <laughs> okay, I, I, I will come with you as long as she stops trying to friendship speech me. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Don't worry, speech or not, the friendship was inside of you all along. <laughs> <laughs> and, stag, stag, please. We're we're trying to negotiate here. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah. I, I I swear I will let myself blow up if she keeps doing that. 
<laughs> Wait, let yourself blow up? Yes, you're taking me to a bomb. I will not help you disarm it. I will blow up. Ugh, God. You city superheroes have so much drama. And I just give a little motion to Stag as if to indicate maybe hold back a bit. <laughs> Let them come to you. Yeah. All right. So a, a quick tram ride later, the uh, you are back at the monsoon uh, building. Um, out of curiosity, uh, is P Possessor still conscious, right? Uh, yeah. Possessor, what do you know about as we're like running through the plaza? Like, Possessor, what do you know about this bomb? Uh, nothing. Uh, right. That there was a bomb here. Uh, the, if you if you wanted to, you could try and get more information from him by piercing his mask. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna attempt to do that, considering that he is also probably strapped to my back. Uh, is his head still in the flesh bag? Uh, no, the head <laughs> is no longer in the flesh bag. <laughs> Uh, alright, that is, on a mundane, is 12. Uh, okay, so, um, what are you really planning? Uh, he is, um, uh, planning, uh, uh, to escape in the chaos of you trying to find and disarm this bomb. Alright. Oh, this bitch! Alright, head goes back in the flush bag. Uh, you get three questions. Three questions, yeah, I know. Uh, alright, um... How could I get your character to divulge more information about Tenebris' ultimate plan? Ooh. Uh, imply that the plan will not work. Mm, okay. And, uh, I guess I can also ask, what do you intend to do in order to create, like, in order to, like, exacerbate the chaos to help escape? He plans to not tell you what the disarm code for the bomb is. Mm. Yeah, fair. Interesting. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Okay. Uh, so, basically, I'm just going to say, you know, it's one thing to be working with, uh, so, actually, I'm not particularly good at provoking people, so I, I might attempt to do this clumsily and then hope somebody else manages to come along and help. I but, mean, uh, with his head in the flesh bag, you could just, like, tell someone else what you've learned. Okay, yeah, so, basically, uh, so, yeah, you see, like, you strapped into this, like, basically, like, a cage, uh, like a sort of miniaturized cage, uh, one of those, like, prisoner transports on the back, and then a bit just comes up, puts him in the flesh bag, and, um, um, uh, Morpho just kind of goes, okay, look, he's hoping that in the event of the confusion, he'll be able to just make an escape. He seems to know a bit of a disarm. He, I think he knows how to disarm the bomb, and that he knows way more than he's telling us, but I'm not particularly good at, you know, trying to get that out of people. I see. Uh, perhaps I could attempt. Could you release his head, or at least his face? Alright, yeah, the flesh bag pops off. Okay. Um, Doe is gonna go up to this guy and look him in the face and take, uh, two fingers on his right hand and apply them to a spot on this guy's neck. It's a pressure point, and it's, he's gonna, it's a, it hurts, doesn't necessarily do anything else, but this guy doesn't need mm. to know that. Um, mm -hmm. ah, yes. Right. And I'm going to roll to provoke. All right, and that's an eight. Uh, so, um, yes, and Doe is going to, while looking this guy in the eyes, say... Do we still have two team left over? Uh, yeah, I believe you still have two team. All right, uh, so I will have a way to um, intercede that as well, but I'll let you say your piece first. Okay. Um, you may not know much about the knights, 
of the Temple of the Sun and Mind. We are well versed in the ways of the human body and all of its foils and uh, failures or foibles. This point here on your neck is connected to your central key. It is a pressure point of extreme value to us. By disabling uh, the flow of key to this pressure point, I can effectively paralyze you from the neck down. If you have any thoughts of escaping or otherwise uh, leaving uh, our sight or our grasp during this attempt to disable the bomb, I uh, am here to inform you that, unfortunately, uh, that will be impossible. Now, please cooperate with us and help us to prevent as much collateral damage and casualty as possible. And uh, once you're done with that, uh, a couple sort of tentacles are going to come out of the neck restraint and sort of slowly creep up his face and be like, mm. if I think that you got something, I could have my, you know, friend there root around in your brain. It's not particularly nice, but it does have the ability to, like, you know, pick up memories or things that you might have seen recently. You know, plans, things like of that nature. It's uh, not at all pleasant. Or I can just have Stag try and talk you out of it. I'd love to. <laughs> I, I assume you're spending a team as well. Yes. You're asking me or Harry? Uh, well, Both. I'm spending a team. Uh, okay. Do you also want to spend a team? Yeah, because I think you need a sure. team to, to get up to 10, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. All right. Yeah. So with that, he, he'll say, um, uh, so you wanted to, what, you're, were you provoking him to give you the disarm code or, or were you looking for the, the uh, uh, Tenebris' plan, like... I think I the disarm code, code is most important. Yeah. yeah. Alright, yeah, so he... Uh, he'll say, alright, well, the... Fine, the disarm code is, and he'll give you a string of random numbers and letters to disarm okay. the bomb. Okay. Now we just gotta find the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I assume we, like, we've arrived at the actual, like, um, uh, the monsoon building, yes? Yes, yeah, you were at the monsoon building at this point. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of if there's a way. Like, it's uh, it's like an abstract lesson of applying things from down on the farm. I'm thinking, like, it does we're not in the have building. to be a literal farm thing, thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a literal farm thing. Uh, but basically, the idea is, like, we get to the building, and obviously, I'm assuming it's like a gigantic office building, right? So, yeah, like, well, you know, uh, yeah, remember, the, the monsoon building is this big, like, central, like, huge... Uh, building. Uh, it's got convention halls and offices and open air gardens and apartments. Like it's uh, really big. Um, um, I'll, I'll say as much. You can probably figure out that um, that if the, the like like even a a bomb of significant size isn't going to bring down the whole building. Hmm. So it'll most likely be targeted at the like the actual monsoon offices, like the uh, for the like the organization rather than some of the more public or uh, like otherwise like um, uh, less official areas. Yeah, it's going after a key target rather than just mass destruction. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't really think of a way to like relate this to, to the farm thing because the only other thing I think of is like, okay, well, um, is trying to basically be like, all right, well, you know, usual problem solving when you're trying to fix a tractor. You start somewhere and just work your way across till you find something that doesn't look right. But I don't know how that really, but I can't figure out how to relate that to this problem. Hmm. hmm. 
I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I think that you, you just say you start at one end of, of the hero of the of the hero offices and work your way across. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that that sounds like a pretty good piece of folksy wisdom to me. Yeah. Yep. So basically, um, it's like, oh yeah, it, it's just like trying to find a lost chick. You just start at one end of the field and you make your way to the other. So I'm gonna roll down the farm. Uh, all right, that's an eleven. So I will add a team back to the pool because on a plus ten I can do that. Mm -hmm. And I take a plus one forward to solving the problem with good old elbow grease and can do spirit. Mm -hmm. So basically, Morpho is like, all right. Well, we know it's somewhere in here, and we don't know how much time we have. So our only hope is to just work our way through and try and find stuff. So start at one end of the offices, make our way to the other. All right. Very okay. Well. Like cheese curds and a cheesecloth. Very well. One at a time. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Um... Oh, that's, um... Uh, yeah, damn. Someone can also assess the situation to try and figure out, like, damn, how can we end this quickly? Or mm. you could also use your uh, unleash your powers to extend your senses. Yes, if you have any sensory powers. Um, I'm oh, very I'll do good it. at. Yeah, I have high freak. That's twelve. Woo! All right. So Bad how are you detecting? <laughs> there we go. And then like the visor on uh, Silver Stag's uh, uh, face lights up, and then like a little target appears. And then from Stag's perspective, a bunch of like boxes begin appearing all over everything. It's complete gibberish to anyone just looking at it, but you understand yeah. it implicitly. Bunch of bars and graphs are like moving up and down. All right, so where's this bomb? Uh, yeah, so you've traced the bomb to Cindersnap's office. Of course. There! All right, time to rush in and get that detonation code. Or not the disarm code, not the detonation code. That's the different yeah. code. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Uh... So you find the thing, and then you realize that the the manual's in another room. So you're so one of you is going to have to dis, uh, explain the bomb while the other person explains how to disarm it. Oh goddammit, oh, John! No. You're doing this again. No, I'm not actually. Okay. I'm just I'm just <laughs> joking. Um, you 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 punch in the code, and it it gets turned off. All right. Nice. Okay, Stag. Are there any other bombs that we should be worried about? On can you find them on your scanner? Uh, okay. Let me try. And uh, does my do I have to roll again or? No, you, you've scanned this whole area. There are no other bombs. Uh, looks good to me. Okay. Uh, where is Cindersnap, anyways? You can't imagine that she'd be out of her office for so long that someone would be able to put a bomb here. Uh, let's go in the office and check it out. I mean, we, I guess we went in the office because we had to disable the bomb, but... Yeah, we probably kicked in a door or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Um, oh, actually, Morpho has an idea. Um... There's probably, like, a security office or something like that in this building, for the office building, right? Yep. Uh, Morpho is just going to, like, you know, go up to the security guard and be like, Hey, uh, do you happen to have security footage from outside Cindersnap's office over the last, like, 24 hours? Uh, we need to check something. Yeah. Uh, so, you, uh, so... Yeah, the, the, the guard, you, you're all official monsoon agents. You, you get access to the recording equipment pretty easily um so there's the the period of time when you guys were in there arguing about what you to name your team mm -hmm. and doing your paperwork mm -hmm. uh then you get you get sent off and then uh center sap gets a call uh and leaves then you see uh center saps um uh um uh a like one of the uh clerks okay. from her her office walk in with the bomb and place it under the desk and leave. 
well then. <laughs> Monsoon has some very lax security standards, apparently. Yeah. Alright, well, first things first. Uh, and then I asked the security guard, uh, do you have particular cells that we can put these two in to the two people still strapped to my back? Oh, yeah, we can take them. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I'll like, you know, hand them off into their custody. And, um, can you page, uh, do you know page this clerk to come down here? Uh, we'd like to talk with her. Yeah. Uh, so he, he starts doing that, and then, uh, uh, it was, um, uh, which one of you phoned, uh, Cindersnap last? I did. Yeah, so your phone rings. Oh, uh, cell phone again morphs out of the suit. Uh, oh, it's Cindersnap. Hello? Uh, hello, uh, uh, so I, uh, have been talking to, uh, to the rogue and Wukong, and we think we have a way for you to go after Tenebris. Uh, Wait. can you meet us in the basement of the, uh, monsoon building? Okay. Uh, we were just dealing with a bomb threat that was happening in your offices. Are you all right? Uh, yes. I'm not in my office right now. Uh, I'm going to attempt to pierce the mask. Yeah, that's a really interesting thing to say after someone said, oh, we just disarmed a bomb. That is a five altogether. Oh, okay, great. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we'll see you there. Beep. Uh, looks like Cindersnap wants to talk to us in the basement of the Monsoon building. That seems Hi. totally okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, Morpho put you to just a bit too much trust you know? in authority figures. Well, I mean, if you can trust the adult, then why would you? <laughs> All right. If it's an adult, you know. If it's an adult, you know you can trust them and get in their car. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, I'll ask the the guy we're talking to like which way to get to the basement of the monsoon building, and then uh, Morpho's gonna head out. Yeah, I'm gonna follow along behind. Yep. All right. So you all make your way down to the basement of the monsoon building. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And in the basement, there's the rogue and Wu Kong and Cinder Snap, and a bunch of base suits. Base suits. Huh? Greetings. Hello. Hi. Uh, weird place for a meeting, but I guess considering everything that happened, that this makes sense. Right. Okay, team. Um. So here's the deal. Uh. Uh, Wukong has, uh, graciously provided all of these suits, uh, so that you can travel through the ley line to get to Tenebris's, uh, uh, what's it called? Location? Dimension? Uh, Demiplane, I believe is the, the, the term, um. Uh, Reggie, how do you think the ley line's going to affect you? I don't know, but frankly, I don't really care. I don't think you can do anything to me. I'm invincible. Uh, well, I mean, that's why the suits are here. If the, if you believe that you can handle uh, all of the pure magic of the world uh, interacting with you, we'll have Maybe to we'll get your in the threat suit. ratings. Uh, but um. All right, and how tested are these suits? Uh, Wukong will just have a. Don't worry, the suits are well tested uh we're uh we just didn't have uh, a good trace on tenebris's um uh, home plane before we can uh but when he uh escaped earlier during the your battle in the reserve we were able to trace it and follow uh, and find out where he's been hiding oh okay 
Yeah, like a like a phone trace, like in the movies. Hmm. Alright, and so yeah, so Morpho will start getting into one of the suits. Yeah, I'm gonna start getting into one of the suits as well, thinking, huh, so they're willing to send in a bunch of rookie heroes, but it's not like they're volunteering to go off after the guy. I mean, it's it's be it's specifically because we're rookies, I think, it's the idea. <laughs> oh, I get it, sending in the disposable interns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, I we mean, have proven ourselves to be pretty capable. Yeah, yeah. you could. We have been pretty capable. If you want to. Um, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna try piercing the mask. Uh, that is a seven. All right. Get you can ask one. Okay. Um, we. Uh, God. Sorry. Uh, I'm what are you really the... planning? Yeah. Perhaps? What are you really planning? Uh, yeah. Uh, Tenebris, Well, a threat isn't a major threat. Um, uh... if. Like, if push comes to shove, like, uh, they could get, uh, like... The Guardians to get rid of it? Yeah, well, like, a Guardian, like, uh, director, and then, like, two su two of their, their sub-heroes, and just, like, go in and deal with this guy. Mm -hmm. uh, but the fact uh -huh. that this is, like, a... Like, it involved uh, traitors in multiple of the, the, uh, of the main pillars, and uh, that the... Uh, and it includes, like, weird ley line stuff... Monsoon is technically the best, like, uh, it, it has the wide enough jurisdiction to have, to deal with the whole thing start to finish. But, mm -hmm. like, uh, they are not worried. This is more of a test to see how well your team does than it is a, than it is a, uh, like, an actual threat that they're worried about. Like, they could get, like, the weather report in here to just, like, come and deal with this guy if they really needed to. But they're giving you guys the chance because this has been your case, effectively. Yeah, this is very much okay. a, okay, let us get the combat data. Well, it's not even get the co combat data. They're just, like, like they 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 don't, like, it's not high enough priority for, for them to, like, pull in a whole new team. Mm. Like, you guys have been closest mm. to this, and they want to see if this experiment of, hey, let's grab people from the worst generation nominated by members of the three pillars and get them together and see if they'll, like, actually work the test bed yes all right so yeah i'll start okay. zipping up the suits so out of curiosity how are we going to get out to his like i don't know how to navigate ley lines or for that matter most of the city's subway lines uh well uh then the rogue <coughs> pop pipes up well kid that's why i'm here i got you a magic compass oh thanks uh I'm assuming, like, I look at it, and they're like, wait, this doesn't point north. Yeah, it only works inside the ley line. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Right. right. Uh-huh. Just a reminder that the rogue is uh, is, is a quote-unquote master criminal. I uh, mean, yeah, but the rogue is also the one that, like, took in the Morpho, so she's, like, way willing to just, like, oh, yeah, well, they say he's a master criminal, but he, they just seem like a nice person. Yeah. All right, mm. so. Well... Uh, once the suit is all fitted up, I'm going to salute the senior heroes. Thank you for putting your trust in us. We shall not disappoint. All right, so are we ready to go? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Stag puts the suit on on top of her outfit, so just the helmet is like... You know what? She literally puts the helmet on, and it's just like her staghorn like stabs through the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... Uh... Silverstag is pretty sure that their their own suit can handle the the pressures of the ley line. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, obviously, because I use magic, because I'm a magical... I use ma It's definitely magic. It's definitely uh, magic and not technology. And, and... Yeah, Doe puts the suit on, even though he thinks that he might be able to take this without one anyways, but whatever. Better <laughs> yes. safe than sorry. <laughs> just the rest of us are, like, doing Ethan's win, and then Dogen is, like, fly Doe is just flying by, like, in a lotus position, just like... Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Wukong will hand one of you a runestone that'll, like, get you back after the, after you defeat Tenebris. Um, uh, but basically points at the, at the hole in the ley line and says, go on. All right. All right. Thanks, yeah, jump first. Morpho will follow in close behind. All right. Yeah. I'll go in next. Yeah, and Do will go in last. All right. Uh, you jump into the ley line. The multiverse expands around you, ribbons of light of differing colors uh, wrapped in and around each other, uh, twisting and turning in the vast uh, everything of, of all time and space. Uh, you feel yourself pulled closer to a, a dark ribbon, uh, frayed and uh, pulling apart at the edges. Uh, closer still, you see a world devoid of, uh, of life. Uh, slowly rotting away to its very core. Closer still, you see the last of Fertile Valley uh, as you arrive in the vagrant world. Uh, hey, All around you are dead mountain, uh, a bleak rain-filled sky. Uh, atop the closest and smallest peak, another ley line issues its last guttering breath, uh, and you know uh, with certainty that Tenebris is the cause he's been drawing from the ley lines of this uh of this plane uh draining them dry uh to become an unstable but nascent uh demigod of rot and sorrow i'm assuming that if i flip open the compass it's sort of pointing in that direction as well yeah well the compass is what uh drew you to this particular plane oh i see um miss valor when you mentioned tenebris earlier you seem to have a sort of well uh, certain words about a necromancer. Do you have any idea of how to deal with something like this? My experiences with individuals like this are few and far between. I cannot offer any sort of advice that would allow us to have a significant advantage going forward. Well, if I've learned anything, do. then he'll be sending out powerful minions we'll have to defeat. I, I look around this, like, barren wasteland, and I'm just like, well, I don't see any. They're maybe, maybe they're hiding here! And she, like, choke, dashes behind a rock. And, like, there's nothing there, I assume. Yeah. Or here! And she continues to do that. Alright, well, then, I guess, let's just keep heading in the direction of the destruction, and eventually we should happen upon them. Or them. Mm hmm I agree. Stay vigilant. Oh, so, yeah. Keep your eyes open. Stay close. Alright, we follow the trail of, uh... Effectively, death. All right. As you approach the mountain, uh, you see a massive army of the undead uh, shambling around uh, uh, the peak. Ah, that seems bad. Mm. Deep in the center of it, you see uh, Tenebris himself draining the last of energy from the from this plane's ley lines before he is ready to to embark onto his quest to take San Francisco for his his own rule. Mm. Okay. Uh, alright. Well, what's the plan? 
I-I-I don't know if I can destroy an entire army, but... Um... Do-do we maybe have, uh... Hmm, uh, like a special attack we could do? What's if we all join hands, maybe? Hi. Still, the snake puts her hands out as if... In, assuming you're all gonna join hands. I doubt that that form of teamwork will be effective in this situation. But maybe perhaps, with that attitude. Perhaps we should consider a more tactical approach. Um, I'd like to roll to assess the situation again. Alright. Uh, that is only a five, so yeah, that's a failure. Alright. So you are uh, attempting to get, take a look and scout the situation when uh, Tenebra says, Ah, so my... Uh, the final opposition has arrived. Uh, and, yeah, I guess, uh, does it... You say Tenebra says this. Do we see him looking at us? I hear. I assume we yeah. hear, like, a big booming voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... Uh, yeah, okay. and uh, with this, uh, the... He, he will point, and his undead armies begin to surge forth as he begins to slowly grow in size. Uh -oh. <gasps> okay. Well, okay. I guess this is the minions that we're talking about, Stag. Okay. Um. Uh. So he's growing in size, right? Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> he, uh, he's not all the way there yet, but. Okay. Well. Um. Okay. How does this sound? Um. You guys uh, keep the the the, uh, the the army at bay, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll fight Tenebris. Uh. Ambitious. Sure. Do you need to get closer? Uh, nope. I think I should be okay. And with that, she, in one motion, pulls her suit off. Uh, pulls the outside suit on, leaving her normal suit on. Um, and then uh, her, uh, pulls up her wrist uh, communicator and begins typing in a code. Okay. Just this... Now I'm just imagining, like, a mech flying through, like, fucking space-time without a care in the world just like smashing through universes <laughs> yes exactly all right uh well rena is going to keep them busy uh are these undead are these like but just a bunch of skeletons yeah basically all right uh so rena is going to rena looks around and realizes that it's like pretty easy for us to get surrounded so what she's going to attempt to do is to, like, bust up the earth around her using her super strength uh, so that the skeletons can only really come at us, like, you know, through a choke point, effectively. So that will be an Unleash My Powers. Uh, that is a nine altogether. So if we're in, like, so you said we're in, like, a, a valley of some sort, John? I thought uh, we, I thought he, they were up on a mountain and we were below them. Yeah, okay. well, you've, you've been approaching, and then on your approach, you were noticed. Okay. Because so... uh, someone rolled a five. <laughs> All right, so if they're uphill... Uh, well, it's a, it's a seven to nine, so I will let you say how the effect is unstable or temporary. Okay. Uh, and you're just trying to, what, push them out of the way? Uh, basically trying to make it so that we don't get surrounded. Like, by, like, roughing up the environment so that they have to come at us through, like, a choke point. Okay, yeah, so, um, uh, you managed to put up some, like, some earthenworks barriers, but just the sheer weight of the army is probably going to wear it down eventually. Yeah, they're, they're gonna eventually do the Daisy thing, where there's just gonna be a pile of bones people are stepping over. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, that'll buy us some time, but we need to fight them off while Stag's doing whatever she is. Stag is just standing there making a pose. <laughs> what, what the hell is happening? Alright. Uh, um, I, I mean, Valor, there, there, there's an army of the undead coming towards you. I feel mm -hmm. like this, this is right in your wheelhouse. Okay, yep. Like, Valor, ever since arriving to this age, has not been used to... Uh, very many things that she considers to be her specialty, but as this undead army is racing towards the heroes, she's got her shield up, sword drawn, and uh, she's planted her feet. And everyone, stand fast! This is the time when heroes are have a chance to prove their mettle. Stay together. On your feet. Grit your teeth. And yeah, all right. So. Check. Are we entering into combat against a dangerous foe? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually say so. Mm -hmm. Yep. Hey. All right. Uh, so we add two to the team. Uh, and I guess probably um, Valor is leading this. That sounds about uh, right. Yeah. I'll yep. say. Yeah. I'll uh, take the spear point to this. All right. Uh, John, you might be muted. All right. So Valor, you have the uh, influence over the rest of the team. Uh, you are, uh, does everyone have the same purpose in the fight? Mm -hmm. Plow through the army and, uh, yeah. Defeat Tenebris, essentially. Yep, take down Tenebris. Alright, any mistrust in the team? Nope. 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 Alright, are you ill-prepared or off-balance? Hmm. I'd say maybe we weren't expecting to have an army of the undead charging us. Not super confident, but I don't know about ill prepared. Well, you have these yeah, and you have a sword. We, yeah, because we do have like we're not being surrounded now. We do have the ability to kind of like you know sort of hold a line, as it were. All right, so uh, I'll say uh, I'm going to say that you are slightly ill prepared or off balance. Uh, so that's fair. Uh, you will have three team unless um, uh, Valor t takes a condition, so you can have four. Hmm. I mean, up to you, but uh, I think it's probably best for you to just start the battle, you know, ready to go. Froosh. Hmm. Uh, it's only the leader of the team can take a condition. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so for so Chris has to take it then. Yeah, if okay. the, if he wants to. So, Chris, do you sure, want to okay. take that condition? Yep, I'll take it. All right, what are you marking? Uh. Hmm. I mean, again, you don't have to. It's just if you want to uh, give the extra team. Um, yeah, I'll, um, I, yeah. I'll take the condition so that we get the extra team. All right. Um, All right. To check, what are the conditions that I can take? Angry... Uh, you could be angry, afraid, guilty, hopeless, or insecure. I feel like, based on your speech, maybe angry is probably the best one. Angry works. Angry works. I am angry. Angry is a good fight emotion. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, so with that, um, the, the, the horde of uh, the undead are, uh, run, are rushing towards you. Okay, so if I'm going to be starting us off, uh, yeah, I'm going to roll with danger to engage. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 10 plus 2, that is 12 total. Okay. So okay. pick 2 on the yep. directly engage. I'm going to, uh... I'm going to avoid their blows, and the other one, I'm going to give my teammates an opportunity. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. So the the as the undead like plow into you, what do you do? What what does that look like? Uh, basically, I've got my shield out in front of me. Uh, the undead are piling up almost like in football when the two front lines are just colliding with each other. And I am just going to thrust forward with my shield and just begin taking one slow step at a time, stabbing around my shield with my sword to just begin hacking and slashing as I'm starting to carve a path forward. We have the pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um... Yeah, so the the undead are, are are currently being held back. What what is what are, what are the rest of you doing other than uh, Silver Stag who is posing? I am <laughs> preparing to do something. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I just need twenty more minutes. Um, quickly, hmm. everyone defend Goku while he's making the spirit bomb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. All we need are three episodes worth of time. So if we can hold these guys off for the next, uh, yeah, hour and 20 minutes, we should be good. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm going to attempt to assess the situation because while Valor is uh, basically like holding these things off, the walls are only going to hold for so long and we need a plan better than just fighting like all of these fucking skeletons. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I'm holding him off for now. Yeah. Oof. Uh, so that is a four altogether. Oh, wait, no, I think it's a three, actually, my superior. Oof. Oof. As, like, I, I'm attempting to figure out something, but uh, it turns out uh, Morpho never really prepared to be in, like, a full-on, like, war combat scenario. And as such, is not exactly sure of what exactly she should do. All right. Well, Morpho, uh, you're 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 comp- contemplating all of this uh, when uh, t- two sets of hands come out of the ground and start dragging you into the the earth. Uh, oh Ooh. no 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 no! Whoa. Okay. So, um, uh, that's gonna. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I haven't gone this round, so I was gonna step in and defend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna roll plus savior, which is my best bet. Um, that's a nine total. Um, so I'm going to, yeah, on a hit, keep them safe and choose one. Um, so I don't have any conditions. Uh, so I'm going to add a team to the pool. So these uh, hands... Oh. Right, can I uh, spend a team in order to help out? Uh, no. Uh, not, you cannot. It, you cannot spend oh, a team to help your can. own defense. Ah, but. okay. That makes sense. Also, I don't think there's any, uh, bonus for getting a 10 plus... Uh, it keeps you from either exposing oh, yourself yeah. to danger or escalating the situation. That's true. That's true. I didn't read that part. Okay. Well, um, if someone wants to help out, then. Uh, but if not, that's fine. You're all kind of busy. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think my character could help, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Doe is good at taking hits. Um, so, how this is going to work is you're like <clears throat> standing, I, I'm going to say, on like a little mound of earth or whatever, uh, surveying the. the battlefield looking at this wall and then these two hands reach up and uh grab you by the ankles and doe is going to see this happen and just lunge up the hill and uh knock you down effectively using gravity to push you downhill anything else but uh in doing this he kind of miscalculates and lands right where you were standing so now now he's in kind of a bad spot but now it is the skeletons that have you all right so you've exposed yourself to danger yeah, he's pretty pretty uh, sturdy, so we'll see. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you are sturdy. Uh, you are are much harder to pull down. So, but that also means you're a great handhold to, to dig yourself out with. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the, the skeletons use you as a handhold to climb out of the ground. Oh my I god! Do they pull? Do they do they pull his hair up but not out? <laughs> Suddenly, these skeletons are doing like pull-ups off of Doe's quads. Like, ooh, yeah! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that gives me something to do next round. Yeah. So the um, so the the skeleton you you have a breach. There are now skeletons in in, in behind your bulwark. What? Um. um uh, meanwhile, Tenebris proceeds to grow larger. <laughs> Tenebris continues to grow in size. All right. Um. Yeah. So, uh, up at the. Um... Okay. Uh, so we got skeletons to the left of me. Uh, skeletons to the right. Uh, okay. I'm going to attempt to. So realizing that there are a bunch of skeletons that have tried to basically, like, or that, are, that have pulled themselves up and are kind of surrounding Doe. Um. <laughs> Morpho kind of snapping out of her there, like get contemplative states, like, oh shit, right, yeah, the skeletons. And she is going to attempt to just grab the, uh, directly engage, just grab the skeletons that have, uh, done Morpho. And if I manage to roll high enough, I'll see if I can deal with the, uh, some of the ones that are dogpiling on Valor. Okay, so that is a seven with my danger. So I do get to resist or avoid their blows. So what happens is I, like, manage to, like, run up and I just grab these skeletons and basically try and mash them into a ball and throw them at the ones that are dogpiling on Valor, forgetting that skeletons, being mostly made of bone, are actually incredibly light. And so instead of the bowling ball effect I was hoping for, the ball of bones just kind of slams into it and then scatters. All right. Damn, I thought that would work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, uh, sorry, that was, you, you uh, got a... Resist or avoid their blows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, you still managed to, to, to damage some of the, the skeletons. So, um, at, at, at the front of the line, uh, Valor, you are holding them off, but they are attempting the, the, uh, the complex combat maneuver of dogpiling. Okay. Um, let think. The best thing for this situation, should I continue with um just uh fighting against this uh pile that's now on top of me directly engage the threat um yeah yeah you can just directly engage at the pile cool okay uh that's not so good that is only a five Uh oh so um yeah so i'm guessing that i'm not able to swing my sword as effectively because well i'm kind of pinned right now yeah so um you you manage to you're, you're you're holding as best you can uh, yeah. until the walls break and then more skeletons and then more skeletons. Sheer uh, mm. numbers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, yeah. I'm on my back on the ground, uh, just covered in these things, trying to fight them off as best I can. Yeah. So I think you need to roll to take a powerful blow. Okay. That is, and with the condition angry, that is a five total for me. Damn. Nice. Okay. So, uh, explain how you, uh, weather the blow. Hmm. So, they're clawing at me. I've got my shield up. I'm trying to hold them off. Maybe a couple of their hands get past. Maybe just, you know, give me a couple light scratches on my cheek, but not enough to actually injure me. 
And so I'm holding them off. They're they're not quite getting past my shield or my armor, but at the same time, like, if somebody doesn't jump in and help out, it may only be a matter of time before, you know, even I get overwhelmed. All right. All right. So, uh, Doe, what are you up to? Okay. Um, so these skeletons that were grabbing onto me, uh, Morpho took care of those, right? Yes. All right. Great. Um, well, seeing that there's no immediate danger inside the walls and seeing that Valor uh, needs some help, um, Doe is going to go and vault over and uh, lend a hand. Never punched a skeleton before. See how it feels. All right. Um, so he... Hmm. I wonder... Okay. Uh, mechanically, would it be more helpful for me to uh, directly engage a threat or to defend... Because basically, I just want to—I want to make sure Valor is out of immediate danger and contribute how I can. Hmm. Which, which probably, one makes more probably sense? Defend, probably defend. Probably defend. Yeah. Well, the, okay. So, can defend be used in the abstract in this case, like just to like hold an area down? I guess that would make sense. Yeah, that's kind of my question. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. In that case, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Doe is going to uh, use a sweep-like technique to try and knock down multiple skeletons. Um, that are in the vicinity of Valor to try and give her more uh, room to maneuver. <clears throat> Just start breakdancing. <laughs> All right, now plus superior, so plus two. Um, so that's an uh, eight. So uh, I expose myself to danger, um, but I'm also going to add a team to the pool. So, man, we are swimming in team right now. All right. Oh. Hmm. Um, yep, and uh, that's it for me. So I've now made myself a bit of an obvious target. Maybe by, like, you know, putting myself lower to the ground, I've, I've made myself easier to hit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I will say, uh, Chris, I do have a, a nice little synergy ability when I'm fighting alongside a teammate against a common enemy. So oh. if you want to just, like, don't worry about me, just, like, go hands. <laughs> okay. Um, how, sorry, could you elaborate a bit further? Sure. Um, so one of my moves is called like the good old days when I'm facing an opponent with a teammate, I can mark a condition when you, uh, roll or take an action and provide you an additional option, even on a miss. Hmm. Oh, damn. Okay. So that's good to know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure where we are in the turn order. Yeah, uh, John. Well, I, I, initiative in this system is kind of loose, so it's really yeah, just a matter yeah, of... Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 initiative is narrative, so... Don't you, worry, can, but... you can ignore my character until my scene comes up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So. In that case, uh, unless something uh, is happening with the scene, uh, Chris, I've just made an opening for you. Okay, well, thank you. In that case, I'll, uh, I'll take that opening. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, so as... So how do you give my character this opportunity, narrative-wise? Right. So what Doe has done is he's basically run or, like, vaulted himself over the wall and has landed uh, in front of you and done, a like, a sweep leg to clear a bunch of skeletons out. So you've got more room in front of you. You can see a little better. Um, mm -hmm. You're, you know, when you sling your sword, you're not going to hit, like, three or four skeletons at once. So you can hit harder. You've got more maneuverability. Cool. Okay. I'm going to take this opportunity and try again. Okay, that is a seven total. So, um, in that case, uh, yeah, so trading blows on a seven and nine, I am going to 
Yeah, I'm gonna resist or avoid their blows and just uh, try to keep up the defensive while, um... Actually, no. I'm gonna take something from them. The dog pile. <laughs> Alright. So, All right. yeah. You're, you're, you're dispelling the dog pile. Uh, don't, yep. get, don't forget you also get an extra option because of Yonathan. Yonathan. Yes, oh, yeah. I can oh, I get... Yeah, go so ahead. I get... So, when you say an extra option, that means I can take two on this turn, correct? Yep. So you can resist and avoid oh, blows okay. and take something from them at the same time. All right, I'll resist and avoid their blows. Thank you for that. Okay. And I'm going to uh, mark the condition angry. Because okay. it is, it's just, the energy here is infectious. <laughs> yep. Everybody wants to fight! <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So, um, I'm going to say, so now that you've kind of, like, pushed them back a little bit, uh, I am going to realize, like, okay, walls are down. Wait a minute. I can be walls. And uh, I'm going to attempt to use my body elasticity to and uh, inhuman toughness to basically just form two giant walls with my hands to push, like, just kind of try and sweep these uh, skeletons back. Mm. Now, since, unfortunately, this is going to uh, affect my rubber bandish snapback, so I am going to... Mark that, so I'm rolling with a minus one. Uh, okay, so that is a six total. Uh, does somebody want to spend a team to help me out with this? Uh, sorry, just, can you... Uh, so as you guys are sort of fighting, uh, you suddenly see, like, Morpho reach out, their arms, uh, like, extend vertically, and they kind of, like, get glossy, they sort of finish on them, and all of a sudden, the two arms just sort of reach forward, and, like, a broom just sort of, like, Shove, shove, shove against this like wall of skeletons. Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll uh. I'll throw a team in there. All right. So that brings it up to a seven. Uh. You know what? I'm also going to mark the condition angry. Nobody is fucking getting any comfort and support after this. <laughs> Nobody's okay. getting comforted. We're all we're all angry. We're all pissed off. Yep. As yeah, like these. So you actually see that, like, Morpho is walking forward, but the while the arms are pushing, uh, you can actually see, like, the arms are shaking. Like, she's trying very hard to maintain this, as she's just yep. gonna, like, push, push, push. Alright. Cool. Uh, right, Come on, so Reggie, you... we can do it! Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, you're holding back the tide uh, in the far distance. Uh, Tenebris has grown grown. He's now the right size. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go! Alright. Uh, with that, um, uh, Dag, uh, finishes typing after having typing what feels like an eternity, and then swipes her finger across the wristband and says, DECABUGO! <laughs> and then, just out of the portal that we came out of, a big fist comes out. Um, and, and then another hand, which seems to, uh, like, tear open the portal. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a head pokes through with, like, a pair of stag beetle horns, like, facial pincers as if, like, features of a spider. Um, and, like, a, and a bunch of mechanical legs comes out. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's clearly a big-ass robot. So, uh, yeah. this thing from the Millennium yeah. Tower, from the Millennium Robot, uh, debacle. Yeah, um, and uh, with that, uh, Stag jumps towards and then just inexplicably melds into the chest of this thing. Um, 
Uh, and, uh, you see it, like, step forward and strike a pose, and then, like, kind of we start begin. you see it as it's posing, it begins to, like, lean forward a little bit, and then, like, it writes itself as if it's unsteady. Um, uh, internally, uh, <laughs> the stag is pulling levers and ropes and stuff to get the console to work. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, and as this thing lurches forward, uh, uh, Stag runs over to the console with the big red button and punches it. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you, somehow, it, all of you can hear her yelling, um, Deco Buster! <laughs> and the, all of the, uh, legs, uh, kind of, like, move up to the one arm, creating one giant arm. Um, and that giant arm then spins towards and, like, punches Tenebris as hard as, uh, it can. All right. Uh, so, uh, so on, so you have the once an episode move, and I, I'm assuming you you've uh, you chose take down a dangerous or massive foe. Yes. All right. So despite uh, Ted Everest's great power, uh, he he was not ready for a Super Sentai mech to to uh, to to show up and punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Look, liches have great magical power, but when you get down to it, they got jaws of glass. Just Oh. Yeah, they're all nerds, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what the prong? <laughs> definitely was not prepared for, for a giant robot primed to, to combat alien forces uh, that g- gained power from destroying buildings. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Tenebris goes down like uh, like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, well, actually, the, uh, the, the after the punch, the mech is somehow behind him, and then... <laughs> What and then I? What does he say? What the? No, I am unstoppable. And then he explodes. Yeah. Classic. What the fuck? And oh. all of the, yeah. And then all of the uh, skeletons uh, are explode in a spray of sparks. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, oh, thank goodness. Uh, and as the arms will, like, retract back into, uh, Morpho, uh, you kind of notice that they're hanging, like, really low. Like, they've been stretched out and they need time to, like, regain their usual form. But they're kind of, like, hanging out by her knees now. Ah! Oh, okay. Okay. We're alright. We're alright. Uh, Pat's, good. like, the suit on the shoulder. I must say, that last part made it significantly easier to kill the necromancer than... It had been back in the old days. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess giant robots just kind of work out like that, huh? Hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, that, what, as you say that, the giant robot collapses forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it! I got it! Oh, oh dang, it's out of it power again. Uh, Sigma! Sigma, can you hear me? Uh, yes, yeah. we yes. can hear you. Uh, no, Sigma is the your. Sigma is the robot that made yeah. the other ro- oh. my giant robot. Oh, my yeah. mistake. Uh, yes, Silver Stag. Did you break the robot again? Yes. <laughs> Where's the manual of right again? And this continues. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with a little bit of uh, time and uh, uh, <laughs> and some uh, some some telephone tech support, uh, you managed to like gather yourselves into the giant robot and ride it back through the ley line uh, back to the uh, 
using um, the runestone that uh, Wukong gave us. Yeah. <laughs> we end up going back into the basement of the Monsoon building, destroying it accidentally when the robot appears. Uh, no, no. The You see, the robot can't cause collateral damage. It, it's oh, part of the design. Oh, right. Uh, we get the fucking, like, Gmod, like, cannot place object here whenever we try and exit with the robot. Like, what the? <laughs> uh, but yeah. So you, uh, you return back to uh, San Francisco. You you have defeated the the dread necromancer, and uh, the day is saved. And Wild Squad uh, has proved themselves uh, that that they they can clearly be trusted to help solve issues in the city, and will not cause more problems than they solve. Absolutely, we are completely trustworthy. And no point is Wukong going to realize that Morpho is actually just ha being like co-piloting with one of their bio weapons. Uh, and with that, uh, we can call an end to uh, San Francisco sightseeing. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.